This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Connor Wallace, Connor Wallace, you are a dead man. Today's show, The Death of Connor Wallace, we will be having <laughs> Emily M. Danforth, who's going to be on the phone, speaking about her book, uh, The Miseducation of Cameron Post. It's a movie, that now, right? It's, it's going to be Is a that movie, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're chatting to Emily. <laughs> also, coming up on the show today, we have Eunice Olamide. Am I saying that right? Yes. Why are you laughing? I'm not. <laughs> I don't, that's just the letters I'm spelling I out. Don't. Eunice Olamide. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Olamide? Olamide. Well, she's, uh, according to this, model and actress. True. Model and actress. <laughs> also, we're discussing where Connor Wallace has let us down. Connor yeah, Wallace, of course, as you know, former fan of the show, former, former friend of the show. Well, not, yeah, very much former. He's being a awkward diva at the moment. Uh, in behind the scenes organisationally, he's been an awkward diva. Mm. Even though I got that um, drag, Drago, his to, favourite guest ever. Yeah, to give a shout, shout out. out yeah. And now suddenly he's like, oh no, I'm too important. I'm too know. important. Connor, you're a prick, mate. You better be answering this phone. <laughs> Everyone here is trying, <laughs> is trying to get hold of Connor Wallace. Yeah. On our screen just now, who exactly is Connor Wallace? Exactly. Yeah, it's Exa- a good point. No, good exactly. point. Who the hell good is point. Connor Wallace? Who the hell is Connor Wallace? Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Welcome to the show. So you try and make some. So what you do, you know, like as someone who's in the. Um, Superior years of artistic creation, sure. such as myself. Okay, yeah. Maturity as an artiste, still mm-hmm. very funny. Mm-hmm. Spreading my wings into different Everywhere. departments: yeah, yeah. movie, Out directing, yeah. writing, multi-skilled. Yeah, performing. Mm-hmm. You know, just sort of covering all bases. And, you, and what you do at that stage, just to give you a heads up, is you you sort of look. You look down the ladder and you go, okay, well, who can I help? Who yeah, can yeah. I, you know? Yeah. And I've done, I've done that before, helped people out and got mm-hmm. my fingers burnt, but because mm-hmm. um, it just never comes the other way, so no. just, they, they never help you no, the other no. way. But anyway, there we go. Um, but Connor Wallace is someone, you know, over the years, I've spoke very highly of Connor, yeah. and he was, uh, thus far, he's been nothing but a lovely lad. Lovely, yeah. Until today. And today, because um, this is a pre record, so we recorded, uh, we did last week's show live today. Um, we got the Bianca, Bianca yeah, to give him a shout out yeah. after he, he asked for that. I was like, yeah, yeah of course we'll do yeah, that. So yep, no so we did that, which I, I presume was a lovely thing for him. Um, on the show the week before, um, he got to sing with Sharon Sexton, who's mm-hmm. a West End star, a bona fide West End star, and uh, she sang backing vocals for Connor. Yeah. You know, a brilliant thing for him. Yeah. Um, and today, 
with this running section that I've tried to orchestrate, where he's kind of come on and sing every other week, I guess, because yeah. he does the pre-record show, and uh, people like it, and it's you know it's a fun thing, and I, I enjoy listening to kind of try and do singing and all yep. that sort of thing. Uh, today, just drew a blank it's on it. Too him. busy, he's saying. Too, too busy. busy. Well. So it's now ten past six. Mm. He's told us that oh, I'm, I've got I'm doing a lecture between seven and eight. Late, but that still that's fine. That, but we've now got an hour where we could be. Yeah doing something here I mean we don't want him for the whole hour we want him for like five minutes yeah, five it's minutes not, tops so what's happened there though is they came in and said Connor Wallace's numbers apparently he's changed changed his phone his phone didn't even work in right they're trying to tweet him and he's being a prick on Twitter pro- probably, probably I would is. imagine yeah, well, he's not replied to my tweet I was like Ian's asking what, what are you doing now yeah, yeah, come yeah, on yeah, now yeah, he's not yeah. replied to yeah. that I didn't so, put a kiss on that tweet because I didn't think it deserved one. No, absolutely not. But I think there's, you know, there's, and I've had, because I complained last week about people getting excited about the show because of the drag queen yeah. gentleman lady. And um, so they, they've all been messaging me in the break. Oh, no, we love you, we love you. It's like, oh, yeah, these are all private messages. No, no, you said it publicly. Oh, really? Yeah. What's annoying? Why are they doing that? Add it off Maul, Hannah, Isla. Beck, John Beck. <laughs> he oh, he didn't, didn't even get a shout out, but he's still no. saying it. Yeah. Well, he, got, he did get a shout out oh, at the beginning, remember? Generally, yeah, but not from Bianca. Um, Gareth Bundy, I don't know oh. what, where well, the land lies well, with him. He because obviously hasn't heard. He hasn't heard the show yet, no. has he? So, uh... <laughs> no, not at all, but I flagged oh. it up for him. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Um, and then I think John Beck said, maybe you and your dad could listen to it together. And I said, oh. I don't think they've got a choice in the matter. No, I don't think so. Stuck together like a stickle brick. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I just feel very let down by my uh, support group today. Well, I think what's happened is it's clearly... Joe messaged me, said she that say? she... I didn't hear the show. Oh. How did it go? She's not working today. Okay. What was she? She was busy She's doing She's doing some something. art projects at some gallery or something, but she could have had it in her headphones, couldn't she? Yeah. What do you think what's happened with Connor is it's gone to his head a bit, because he's had two exciting things. The shout-out, the singing with Sharon Sexton. Well, Maybe. I think it's that quite common. That's quite common, isn't it, for people, like, you know, who sort of, like... With a diva-ish personality. If you get too much too soon. Yeah, and Connor's given it all the I am what I am shit. Yeah. And, and I, th- I imagine because he's now been accepted into yeah. the fold yeah, as as the resident singer, he's now like, well, I might be there. I might, well, how much have you got? You know, do you know what I mean? Well, do you know what You this... need me more than I need you. And that's, you know, is that true? Do well, we need Connor more than he no, needs us? No, I was thinking maybe what we should do mm. is we can get assistant producer on the show because we obviously have a vacancy for a singer now. Mm. If she could just send out a tweet now saying it's a pre-record, but if you'd like to sing... Who are you talking about? I'm talking about if we can get an assistant producer on this show to tweet out. We can even tweet out now. Oh, I thought you meant you're going to get to sing. No, no. I thought if we... Well, we can, can do. Can you sing? We can do if she can sing. Can, can you, you sing, sing? Clara? She, she's, she's just not saying yes. What's she saying? No, she's shaking her head. Have you got... Did I you can't hear, hear that. No. I can't hear that. Just come in for a second. Yeah, yeah, come in. Because I was actually going to say, why not put a tweet out and see if we can get a replacement Connor. This is Clara coming in, right? Yeah. Okay. Hi guys. Hi there. Hi, How are you doing? Hi, come in. Come in. Wow. I think you've never been on air here before. Have you been on air with us before? No, I haven't. Oh, brilliant. Okay, welcome well, to the well, fold. Yeah, welcome to the show. Do you know Jacob? Yeah, no, I never met him. Okay, know. good, good, good. No, so you wouldn't have, best, see, this is what you wouldn't have to... seen the husk that we left him as. No, no. Um, well, welcome. Thank you. I really don't want to sing. No, you know, I'm not a force. Do you know what? I, was like... I have never forced anyone to do anything. Okay. Like, I never have, That's have I? True. No, never. Even never. going back to the days of Adam, I yeah, never forced him. People just ended up doing it. Yeah. So even though you don't want to sing now, <laughs> so I'm basically... there's a chance you might. <laughs> okay. Right? You but, might just feel but, like you want to. But I'm okay. not telling you to. Um, so I don't know. So I've met you like coming in but very briefly on and off but we yeah. haven't met properly so no, we should we have commu- is that alright to have a chat on air yeah yeah it's cool okay so, um, what's your background please as in like country no, no like, that's what like oh no. <laughs> 
don't presume because you're a black lady that I'm saying and well, what, where what are your parents from no that's what people what usually are no 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 what, you, what brought of, you here yeah. um, and I don't I don't mean to the country I mean <laughs> I mean what brought you to, to the, the studio to the, here now yeah. well um, I recently graduated and is that what you mean yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay yeah, right from, right from right. where, from where? Um, Leeds University I went to Leeds yeah. University it, did you mm. so did Lizzie Lizzie was my station manager. Oh, really? Okay. Call her Lizzie, because that's oh, her name. Lizzie. Lizzie's not, all right. She doesn't like Lizzie. Does she not? Because her name's got two S's in it. Sorry, Z. Lizzie. Yeah, Lizzie. 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 Sorry. Okay. Yeah, and... She graduated from Leeds. Leeds, yeah. With the green, and the, uh, the green sash. That's the one. See, that's how I know. Went to the proper one. Well, not proper. Oh. <laughs> Which is the not proper one? <laughs> I mean... What's... Moving on. No, no, what? what I don't know what you mean by <laughs> I didn't say anything. Well, I went to Bretton Hall, which which was affiliated to Leeds University, so it was in Wakefield. It was, oh, it was okay. the drama, basically, it was the drama school of Leeds University. Okay, no offense, Doesn't exist then. anyway. No, no, non taken. Okay, I thought the cool. whole thing was dog shit, but <laughs> um, but uh, it, it was affiliated to Leeds University. It doesn't exist anymore. They now they've now brought it into the main uni, the drama department. I think. Okay. As far as I know, but I, I hated Bretton Hall. I thought it was stupid. Yeah. Well, not that I'm I agreeing. Just kissed, I just kissed all the girls. Oh, okay. I was just one girl, okay. but over at like, she's my girlfriend at the time. You probably kissed her more than once. <laughs> just kissed her loads. Kissing, yeah. I, my um, halls of residence was opposite what they call the stable block, which was the old country mansion, which where Bretton Hall, it was converted country mansion. And my room was opposite the stable block, and um, I got a note come through my door in halls one day saying, um, just so you're aware, if your curtains are open, we can see everything you're doing. Oh dear! And they'd all be Ew. watching me and my ex banging. Oh, why didn't they tell you? Maybe they film it, mate. I'd love to see that now. <gasps> well, maybe they'd tell you after the first time, not leave it a few times and then tell you. Would you though? Yeah. Kind of exciting to see me in action. Oh, maybe that's <laughs> it. Yeah, we like sort of watching. So you graduate? What did you do at Leeds? Um, broadcast journalism. Okay, nice. Yeah. And then, then straight here. Yeah, and then I'm here. Okay, and what yeah. do you want to be? When you, grow um, up, when you grow up. When I grow up. I don't know. I've always wanted to work in radio, so I'm kind of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of made it. Kind of made this it. This is Connor Wallace all over again, yeah, isn't well, it? Yeah, well, This is exactly <laughs> what Connor Wallace has done. So well, Connor Wallace has, has gone, oh, I am now a singer on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I don't need you guys anymore. I'm yeah. off. Oh, dear. Well, Have you ever done any do singing ever? Yes. Have you? What have you done? Like, I used to like sing in front of like people. Oh, well then. But no, yeah. no, no. Then you're perfectly no, qualified. No, no. Then you can sing. Well, to be honest, GCSEs. Yeah. Singing was my instrument. You know how everyone had yeah, an yeah. instrument. Singing was my so instrument. You can so your voice sing. is your instrument. Right. I don't know if I can sing anymore. I mean, you don't know if you can. How can you not know if you can because sing anymore? I don't practice anymore. I used to have lessons, and I don't have lessons anymore. Well, what what did you sing? Um, a bit of Bill Withers. Right. Bit of no. We've, we've <laughs> no, just check. Yeah, we've got some Bill Withers. We'll have some Bill Withers. You, on keep, the you keep chatting. What else? Bill Withers. Is Bill Withers lean on me? Yeah, yeah. 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 That was that was my go-to tune. I don't, know if we got, I don't know if we got that one. Ain't no sunshine. Probably got that. What else? I've got use um, me and who is he? I really oh. liked Amy Winehouse. Oh, okay, we've definitely got her on the system. She's there. Yeah. 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 Any particular songs from um, Amy Winehouse? That I'm not going to sing it. I sort of feel like if we did this and you went through with that, I sort of feel like you kind of, you'd kind of blow us away. It'd be like no, a Susan Boyle moment. Yeah, you know what I mean? Really, like, oh, but you're, really like you're, I think you're playing it down now, going, I don't want to sing. No, I no, no. Sing. I'm actually and then somebody not like, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. giving it all that. We've been shit. like hustled. <laughs> like, oh, right. And then definitely there's no room back for Connor after that. We're like, we've got an actual singer on the show. Let's have a look. Um, here's your options Mustang Sally, Wannabe. Firestarter. Well, you can choose any. Oh, Little respect. <laughs> Relax. Well, oh, the problem right. is, it doesn't say the name of the artist. It's just got the songs. Um, All Saints, Never Ever. Be all right. Yeah, you can. Do you never know that one? Hold on, just, just yeah. search Amy Winehouse. 
Um, I'm going through all our karaoke. Oh, right, okay. Boys Own... Pe- oh, it's all gone. Boys Own Petra Review. Brian Adams, everything I do, I do it for you. That's a ballad. That might be I'm not really thing. good at song sure, lyrics. If I could I turn back time. Do you know what? Them. Honestly, <laughs> Jacob did this for months and months and months, and he never learned the lyrics. No, he never knew them at any, at any point. <laughs> oh never, never bothered. So, um... I've been mean, printed out the lyrics. You'd be winning Never already. Oh. Macarena. <laughs> oh my god. Jellical songs for Jellical cats from the musical Cats. No, <laughs> no, thank you. I don't, I don't, the thing is, I don't think she's going to know any of these. Me love, no. Dead Ringer for Love, they, Madness they just, Our House, they, Michael they, Jackson, Black or White, Queen, Flash, Rosabella. You know I know atmosphere. the songs, oh, okay, but well. I don't know the lyrics. I'm bad at lyrics and like famous well, well, okay, people. Okay, got... Michael Jackson, Black or White. You could sing it, and I'll do the rap in the middle. No, but why okay. don't we give uh, why don't we give her like fifteen minutes to go away, look at the lyrics, learn oh it a bit? Why? Just put them on the screen now. Throwing on it. Yeah. Oh wow. Just get okay. Them on the screen. Right, okay. I'm gonna give you more options though. Oh okay. Right. Uh, no, I think you have to join in and help help us. It'll be no Scissor help sisters. <laughs> I don't feel like dancing. <laughs> Simply oh, red. Money too tight for mention. Tokens. <laughs> the lion sleeps tonight. Bat out of hell. Steve Miller band. Abracadabra. Just Chris Rea. Nah. Hot chocolate. De- What's that sweet like? Wait, sweet hot, like hot chocolate. Hot, is you sexy hot chocolate's thing? the name of the band. Uh, you sexy? So, okay, yeah, I, I would imagine I it probably like is. Like, is probably just try and find out, see what it is. Yeah, I, I can't imagine what else it would be. Do you know you sexy thing? No. What is that? That's you what sexy thing. thing. That one. Yeah, that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll give you lyrics for that one. You have got headphones on. No, I don't. I'm clicking. Right. So you sexy thing is an option. Lyrics, got the lyrics for that. It's just I believe in miracles. Way from you, sexy thing. That's pretty much it. Okay, gosh. <laughs> do you know? Bla- do you know black this. or white? Would you know that? As in the Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson song, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you could plug that. Wait, okay. so we're doing two? Uh, no, I'm, I'm one putting one. options. These are all options. Do you know Russ Abbott atmosphere? <laughs> I mean, if you said no, yes, I don't know, what I don't know how I deal with that. Atmosphere. Oh, what an atmosphere. I don't know that song. No. Do you know Meatloaf, Dead Ringer for Love? Because Dirt is a duet, Dead Ringer for Love. Do you know that one? Do you know any Meatloaf? I don't know. Sing me a little bit. Ever since I got some money and I got into the bar. Nah. Do. Nah. Nah. Don't she know anything no about you, baby. Mm. I think it's my favorite. Maybe you can sing it alone. Dead Ringer for Love. I've got no problem with singing. I'm happy to sing, but the issue with this is the whole singing point of this. This is all Connor Wallace's fault, by the way. The whole point of this is that it gives me a moment where someone else sings. Right. I did so, send Connor a tweet. Look, no one's doubting you. No, no, no. no. I did too. This no, isn't not now. No, okay. This isn't a punishment. It's not like you've done anything wrong Feels at all. Feels like a punishment. It's not at all. And by the way, I will emphasize again, you can, you can back out of this at any point. She's not actually said yes yet. She's not said no yet. <clears throat> Just getting my voice ready. There we go. Oh, there we go. Why, <laughs> why is she warming up? <laughs> if she's not... Up for doing uh, it. Can I just say, is this the right lyrics? I took my baby. I took my baby and I said it. He bit What's the Saturday bank? So the bad. first lyric is I took, with you, you I, I took my baby for a Saturday bang. Did you know what was the lyrics? I didn't know that was the lyrics. Well, Where are you taking her to a hotel for a Saturday bang? Oh, is that what we're doing? What? Is that what this is? Decipher Michael Jackson's lyrics? Well, or are we just going to sing the song? I didn't. Well, let's just have a look at it. Do you want to have a look at it? Yeah, let's read read the lyrics. I took my baby on a Saturday bang. Yeah. Really? Yep. Boy, is but that is the, girl with so it you? So kind of goes, but is that girl with you? Yes, it's really high. It's actually high. It's Michael Jackson, right? Yeah, now, I, I believe miracles and a miracle has happened tonight. Ding-ling-ling, ding-ling-ling. But if you think it might be my baby, it don't matter if you're black or white. Then we can sing it together. Okay. I'll get you through it. I guess the lyrics are kind of about us, Headphones. right? 
Yeah, 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 that, yeah that's, that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, yeah well, nice. do you know what? In a sense, if I could borrow something else from Michael Jackson, we are about to heal the world. Oh, very true. Oh, no. And what we'll do at the end, we'll shake hands and we'll take a photo of our hands shaking <laughs> oh and saying, why, "Why can't yeah. the world be more like this?" That's what we'll do. So who's who's starting? You, you, you start it. Oh gosh, okay. You start because I've got to gauge your performance. The, by the okay. way, there's no judgment on this at all, so you can sing it dreadfully. Oh, do you want me to move the lyrics? Okay. Move. I don't know if I should actually try, because if I try... Yeah, no, you totally should. ...then that would be embarrassing on my Why? part. No, but if, even if you do it and you don't like it, you just be like... Oh, I no, no, I know, I know what okay. you're saying. I absolutely know what you're saying. Don't worry about it. That, <laughs> okay. that's like, no, if you want to try, you try. you try. If you want to just take the piss, take the piss. Okay. By means. I think I'll just This is piss. all Connor Wallace's fault. Right. All of yeah. it's Connor Connor, Wallace's fault. Connor, I'm coming, coming for you. If you find after this that you're angry with what's happened and that you're upset about what's happened yeah. you know, with the singing, Connor Wallace is who you need to talk to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's ignoring, he's off Twitter at the it's moment. It's kind of was as well. Right, you ready? Again, I don't know what key this is going to be in or anything like that. Goodness. We'll just do what we can. <laughs> oh my God. I took my baby on a Saturday bag. <laughs> Boy, is that girl with you, yeah. One of the same. Now I believe in miracles. And a miracle oh, yeah. happened tonight. Woohoo! I'll do ad libs, yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Baby, it don't matter, matter if you're black or white. Woo! Oh my god. <laughs> they print my oh, message in the Saturday yet. sun. I had to tell them I ain't second to none. I told them about equality. equality. It's true, either you're wrong or right. Woo! Yeah, I like the way. Like <laughs> What's that? Oh, we It's all right. Oh, but man. If you're thinking about being my baby, it don't matter if you're black or white. Big kitchen, kitchen. Oh, I'm tired of this devil. Not yet, not yet. Oh, okay. This is dancing. Do you want to do the dancing? <laughs> yeah, okay. You can dance for a little bit. For gangs, clubs and nations Causing grief in human relations It's a turf war on a global scale I'd rather see both sides of the tail yeah. See, it's not about races, just places Faces, it's where your blood comes from It's where your space is I've seen the bright get colour I'm not gonna spend my life being a colour You know, oh right, okay Something getting I'm sure in. That in my eye <laughs> I'm not good at this if you think about being my baby It don't matter if you're black or white but if you're thinking about being my baby, it don't, don't matter if you're black or white. I said, if you're thinking about being my brother, it don't matter if you're black or white. Yeah, 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 now. You're freestyling, you're freestyling for 52 seconds. Yeah, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck some high notes in, give it all X Factor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now it goes to. It's black, it's white, it's tough for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's black, it's white, it's tough for them to get by. It's black, 
It's why. It's tough. Twenty-one seconds. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Come on now. Woo! Back in. Back in. Well, that was embarrassing. It no, wasn't embarrassing. No, it was you knew the lyrics off by heart. Yeah, yeah, I was a big fan of Michael Jackson. Yeah, like, so am I. Back in but the day it was, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Weirdly, that's that album though, which that's from Dangerous, I yes, believe. Yeah. Um, that album, my girlfriend at the time, so I would have been eighteen when Dangerous came out. Um, uh, she was a big Michael Jackson fan, and I bought it on a tape. I had it on a tape in the car, so it's played a lot. So I kind of know, and she used to play music relentlessly. Yeah. Um, mm. But always the same music over and over again. So that that album got played a lot in my courting years with that girl. Okay. Um, so I do know it inside out that album. Although I don't know if you noticed. Oh, Connor's sorry, Connor's DM'd made, his number. Oh, smiley a, faces. I made a, right, let's get let's get Connor on now. Okay. Yeah, now we've got a guest. You, you stay. No, you stay. I have to get him. I'll call him. You from call here. him from here. Okay. Yeah. And we'll tell him what's just happened. Um, I'm getting a lot of hiss on this. I don't Are know what's you? going on. I'm yeah. hearing hiss. Um, what are we pressing up? Uh, just pick up the phone. Yes. Press the number. Yes. You can see it, yeah. Four, six, seven, two, four, five, five, six. Yeah. Okay. Is it when it's ringing? Yeah. Just press, just press that line one button. Got it. Ringing. Put it up. Yeah. Let's get through. Speak to Connor. I mean, frankly, do we? Hello. Oh, here we go. Here he is. Hello, Connor. Here he is. Hello. You're straight onto the air. Um, you have caused a major problem here today. Why? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell have you. Have a guess, Connor. What have I'm going to do? Have you spoke to Kyra before? He's like, who's that? Yeah. Connor? Rude. What? Oh, I, I, sorry. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, well, you're going to oh. speak to Kyra now. She's going to explain to you what's just happened. Mm. Hey, okay. Connor. Hello. Hi. Oh, here we go straight away being sweet. <laughs> oh, hello. Be nice, isn't he? You know, we know what you've done. Yeah, so, Please Connor, I'm you. just a bit upset with you right now. Okay. I'm trying to be moody. Yeah, so I'm angry. You oh, no. have <laughs> Make your voice crack. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of put me in a little bit of a pickle and made me sing on air, and I'm not a singer. You were the singer, <laughs> but you decided to not reply to your tweets. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I was making a pot of fruit. That's the a pot of fruit? <laughs> That's not even real. That's not a real thing, a pot of fruit. I was slicing fruit. up some fruit into yeah, a pot. Yeah, Kyle, no, Kyle was a system producing a radio yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't sing and cut fruit. <laughs> I was with other... Connor. I was strangers. You could have sung um, Wine in the Coconut. <laughs> I don't know that one. It's too old for me. That Lime in the Coconut, rather. Put the lime in the coconut. That one. Oh, past the Duke Japan, the left-hand side. You could what? have sung that as well if you'd wanted. But the problem <laughs> I thought it was is, one. is where we're at at the moment is we've just sung, right? Myself and Kyra have just sung <laughs> Black or White by Michael Jackson all the way through. It's good, though. Oh, wow. It's good. I'd done the rap. Oh, that's good. I wish I heard. Wow. Oh, you wish you had, do you? Do oh, well, you? do you know what would have been an easy way to hear is if you'd actually been answering your phone. Mm. And why, when we were trying to ring you, was your phone not working? Oh, I've just moved into a new flat and there's very bad signal. Right. Not so I, I, I didn't, it wasn't ringing for me. Well, we all think, um, and again, don't get upset, but this is what we think. We <laughs> think you've turned into a prick. Well, we said a, a, we, we, me. we think that you've turned in, you've had a bit of attention, that mm. you've had a shout out from a drag queen, and you've mm. sung with a West End star. Oh, you, I've not heard the shout out yet. Thank you. Oh, God, wait well, till he hears well, it. Well, you know, is it too late to edit it out of the podcast? Yeah, well, I can take it out. I can take <laughs> Let's it out. edit it out of the podcast so he never hears yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no. And what we'll do, uh, yeah, so that, that's the issue. We think you've got too big for your boots. Huh. Your pink boots, probably, that you wear. 
No. And, and you've got too full of yourself, you've got too arrogant, and now you're going, oh, I'll come on as and when I feel like it, not when mm. you need it. Mm. And when we needed you today, you've put a young girl here, not a patronising, don't mean that patronising, but you put a young girl yeah. here who was basically operating outside of her remit at mm. a radio station because you mm-hmm. left us with dead air mm-hmm. that we had to replace somehow and somebody stepped mm. into the breach and sang black or white for us, even though it was proven as being way beyond her capabilities. Well, well I don't know about that. That was a joke. Well, I'm very <laughs> grateful that you both... <laughs> I'm what... grateful that you both stepped in, but I am very sorry... Don't think I, don't I think accept that. that. What, no. what was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry. Eating your fruit. What was yeah. that? Yeah, I'm with a mouthful of mango. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the song Black or White, Connor? No, I don't know that song. But you've never heard of it, have you not? Michael well, I, I, know, I only know, I only know like that line. What, you, what, what which, line? Which line's that? It doesn't matter if you're black or white. That's not how you sing though, is it? So say, sing that line now. <laughs> properly. <laughs> sing it. <laughs> I've got a new flatmate. Okay. Well, well, this is, oh, they should know about this you. Is this is what they should what? find out yeah. early doors. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're black or white. <laughs> and why is Ronan Keaton singing about that? <laughs> it's not. It's Connor Wallace. No. Well, what's happening next, in the next show? Two weeks today? Yeah. You're committing to that? I'll do it. I'll, and I'll, um, let you, I'll give you my short list of songs. You can pick a song. Would you listen to this? Wow. I know, like he now picks the song. I will does give he? you my no. List of <laughs> you pick the song. That's the point of it. No, but you're giving us yeah, yeah, from songs you've cleared. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fine. You can say any song, and I will master it. No, I can't be asked. Well, <laughs> you, you choose the songs. You just tell me the two songs because you're going to be singing on the early show and the late show next time. I've got lectures. Is that my problem? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll I'll do um. River Deep Mountain High by Tina Turner. Okay, I can't wait. I'm already excited about that. Okay, go on. And I am what I am. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, yeah, okay. All right. Well, you could, we'd have to work this out, lecture thing, but if possible, what we're going to do is we're going to get you to call on your mobile while you're still in the lecture. No, no. And, and it's you getting out of the lecture, so it's you pretending that you're ill. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's okay. what I want to hear. So have your phone in your pocket, and I want to hear you saying, I really, I just don't feel well at all today. I'm going to have to go. Would I be, it'd be okay for me to go? And then they'll say yes or whatever. Then you go, and then I want you to sing it right outside the lecture hall, <laughs> really loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Say, say to them that you feel like you've gone a bit mad. Yeah. Say, I don't feel right. I feel like I'm going to do something. I, I keep having an urge to throw my pens, and I think I should just go home. And then that yeah. way, when you leave and you start singing, I am what I am really loud in the corridor, they'll be like, oh, he said he was early. He said he was early. <laughs> I'll do it outside the window so they can see me as well. All right. Okay. Well, Always committed to that. If, if, all right, I'm going to reserve judgment at the moment. Because you think he'll pull so out. So I don't forgive him yet. Okay. Nat? I haven't quite, I haven't quite forgiven him. Because it was very upsetting. I definitely don't forgive him. Definitely no, don't forgive so. him. Right, okay. Hmm. Um, oh, oh, so sassy! Yeah, that's proper. That was, hmm. I'm not. I'm not sassy. It, no, not you. Not you. It was. It was oh. Kyra the way she. But Kyra just. Yeah, sort of, she is. Kyra's uh, very sassy. Awoke something yeah, in all yeah. of us at that moment. <laughs> she gave it proper. I don't. I don't forgive him. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, are you gonna thank thank Kyra for covering your ass, mate. Yeah, thank you, Kyra, for covering my ass. That's all right. I think I might might accept your apology now. Not, not yet. Not okay, yet. not yet. I'm sure yet. you were really good. I'm sure you were great. Would Thanks, you listen but... to how he's saying it? Would you listen to how... I'm sure, I'm sure you were really good. I'm sure you were no CW, but I'm sure you were... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you were really good. Um, she was really good, actually, mate. Yeah. And I bet you were great too, Ian. Mm, your, your approval means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Clara uh, arrived in the studio saying she definitely wouldn't sing, and mm. then by the end of it, she'd sung <laughs> on, on Black or White by Michael Jackson. Well, we don't know next time. It might be that she comes in and she goes, Oh, oh Connor's number's not working, and she wants to sing again. She could do that, <laughs> she couldn't might she? Go away oh, and yeah, working. she might go and rehearse. But so don't she, worry, going, I know I am what I am. Maybe, do you know yeah. what? Maybe Connor's number was working today. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> this is <laughs> this entire thing. No, yeah, that was happens. not the case. I don't know. You know now, now this is all sounding more like that's the kind of thing you would do. It's like. Like sort of I wasn't even good. I mean, no, you're right. But it's no, like it's, you it's were like, very good. But at the beginning, you're like, who is this Connor Wallace on the screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you're giving out all that, yeah, and then was. you're giving out oh, the numbers not working, yeah, and then you then you said, "Do you want to come in studio?" And you were like, "You ran in." No, like, <laughs> and so you go, "I really don't want. I don't want to sing. I don't want to sing." And then, like forty seconds later, she was belting I did singing at school. It was my instrument. My voice. She said that. My voice is my instrument. Sometimes you have to big yourself up. No, that's what I mean. So you went. From I'm not going to sing yeah, to yeah, my yeah, voice is my instrument to belting out black or white, yeah, and Connor Wallace's number wasn't working. Yeah, okay, I'm not this, sure about that now. I don't know who to believe in this. This is gets believe me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that didn't work, <laughs> but, but it was a nice try. Well, look, Connor, go. You can do your lecture. I enjoy it. I'm tutoring. Yeah, I hope it was worth it. Thank you. Yeah, and we're going to speak to you uh, next week, but two weeks today in real Thank life. Thank you, and I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. Well, it's. Oh, I see. I see yeah, what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, it's like yeah. two o'clock now. Um, yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks. Cheers, mate. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah, thank chat. you again, Kyra. That's all right. Thanks. Are you going <laughs> to thank good. anyone? Thank me for getting your shout out from Bianca? Oh, thank not? you, Nat. Well, I've not heard it yet, but I trust it was Stella. It, well, we mentioned your name a lot to Bianca. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's, I can't believe you got her as a guest. That's so cool. Oh, another slightly condescending <laughs> statement from Connor. Why can't you I can't believe that you got anyone why, why worthwhile can't? as a guest, quite frankly. Why I is didn't this mean hard that. to believe? That, okay. Can you get Bonnie Tyler next, please? Um, oh, well, I wouldn't mind Bonnie Tyler. Can I veto Bonnie Tyler? Okay, fine. Yeah, no. there we go. Okay. Oh, she would be good. Chuckle though. Brothers? What? <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's the, where's the link there? The, I like them as well. I like Chuckle Brothers and Bonnie Tyler. Well, why don't you get your own radio show and you can invite them on that? <laughs> I actually might be getting one. On oh. what? On what? Where's this going to be at? Please don't. St. Andrew's Student Radio. Oh. Right. Well, then I think what we should do, if he does do that, is we should have five minutes a oh, week on the show, show yeah, where yeah. we live stream his radio show. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Oh, don't like that. Don't like. <laughs> why, why are you going to be saying something about Ian? Is that why you're worried about the live stream? It is going to be very good. Doesn't matter, mate. That's what right. makes you think anything you've done so far has been any good? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the joke, well, isn't you, it? Isn't that the joke? You want me back quite a lot to fill time. <laughs> <laughs> but look, go, go and do your thing, man. Thank you. It's been a pleasure speaking with you as always. Thank and, you uh, for having me. <laughs> yeah, well, just put your ideas up, yeah. Okay, I'll be bucking myself up. Oh, it's also quite harsh at the beginning of this show now, I think about it, with the way we started it with Connor. So maybe just skip ahead five minutes for next week's show. <laughs> uh-huh. don't, don't listen to the opening bit, I'd say, Connor. Skip okay. ahead. I gave you a hide in yeah, my... Yeah, I did, yeah. So... Oh, no. I really did. But you deserved oh, it, mate. You'd let me down. First I'm time... a very nice person. No, you absolutely are. <laughs> but that's, and that's the first time, as my friend, that you've let <laughs> me you. down. The first time in all the time we've known each other. Isn't that awful? That I didn't... Should... I didn't mean to. Well. Just apologise and go. I'm really sorry, and I will make it up to you. Right, now hang Daddy. up. Daddy. Now just... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Daddy. I'll see you all later. Hang, Thank you. Now hang up. Okay. Wait, my phone's broken. Bye. 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 Hang up, Connor. Oops. There he is. There he goes. He's gone. Right. Should we, do, should we start the show? Yeah, properly? then we'll get the guest on. Thank you so much, Yeah. Connor. 
That's all right. Um, I'm going to play. Uh, do we have Mark with us here as a guest next week? Is uh, that right? Not next week. In a couple of weeks' time. Okay. Well, Mark with us here is an independent artist in the states who um, has done a cover album of Shock Treatment, the, the movie Shock Treatment. Yeah. Um, he's done covers of all those songs. He's released it as vinyl and stuff. I've ordered it. I've got all the MP3s and that. Uh, this is his version of Shock Treatment. We played Shock Treatment on the show last week. Yeah. With Richard O'Brien. No, we didn't. No, we, we didn't. didn't. No, we talked we didn't. about it, but we didn't. Play. Um, do you know what? I'm going to play Mark with the C's version, and then later on I'll play the original, okay. and you can see what the difference is. Okay. But I, I think this is beautiful. It is a demo. It's from a demo tape, though, so there's... Be- I'm not a Let's local yeah. to suit you myself. Mark with a C, who's going to be on the show soon, uh, singing his version of Shock Treatment, the lead mm. song from the movie Shock Treatment. Um, I like him a lot. Um, so we've got a guest now. We do. Uh, we're going to, I've, I can't see the screen now. Okay, let me just Sorry. whip up the screen for you. Do you not feel that we're all a bit sort of now out of sorts and it's all because of Connor Wallace? When you start a show with that level of singing and all being yeah, thrown yeah. out of sync, it just feels a bit weird. Where do we go? Where do we go from here? We'll go to the phone, I think. Uh, we speak to Emily M. Danforth. Emily, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi, how are you getting on? Pretty well. How about you? It's been uh, like a bit of a car crash, really. This show today, it's been <laughs> it's been all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it really has. We've had sort of like Great. assistant producers on singing Michael note, Jackson. I am delighted. <laughs> yeah, welcome, yeah. welcome to the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been. Do you know what the issue is? It's it's it can be boring for the listeners because they'll know this. But I do two shows in a day, so this is the second show I've done today. And I get tired, and I get mischievous, and I get devil may care, and I, I just get a bit. <laughs> and, and I worked really hard on my first show. Like I think it was a good show last very week's good show. show. Very good so show. I worked really hard on the first show. So now I feel like I've done well, r- ruining yeah. it all. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how many how many books have you written? I've only written one. Okay, so so that's the Miseducation of Cameron Post. Mm-hmm. So if we use that as an example, what it is, is you've written this brilliant book and it and it's if your second book comes out and it's just that you've just scribbled all over the pages. Essentially, yeah. That, no, that's, that's why what, I'm stalling. That's why it's taken me five years to produce. Yeah, that well that that's what I've done. That's what I've done it. today. Yep. That's the equivalent of what I I've totally done today. get it. So I've done my brilliant first book and then I've just scribbled a bit of it's colouring in. <laughs> <laughs> some of it's I've just folded some of the pages up into like aeroplanes and that and just ah, rip this it's out. It's like you're looking it. through a crystal ball at my life. Yeah. I get it. I'm on I'm on board. Hey, <laughs> c- consider me a warning. Consider me a warning for the future. <laughs> Great, thanks. Um, so I met with my friend uh well kind of business associate as well now. I had a meeting not long ago and I was he said who who are the guests for your next show? And I said, oh, I'm not really sure. I'll, ch- I'll check my emails. And I checked the emails, and I said, oh, it's a lady that wrote Miseducation of Cameron Post. And I started to say about our, our next guest, and he went, I, I think I know about that. I think I know about that. And he works in, like, sort of teen... Uh, well, he, he, he makes theatre pieces for school. Yeah. A lot of them have a Catholic okay. sort of edge to them and stuff, mm-hmm. which, you know, we kind of disagree on, but whatever. Um, but he was speaking very highly. I don't think he's read it, but he, but he, he said that he's heard a lot about it, that it's fantastic. Oh, well, Does that sound him. right? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that absolutely is 100% correct. I think he's posting okay. my text. And yeah, yeah as, he, as, he got, right. as he got the right book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Undoubtedly, he's got the right book—the one book I'll ever write. Uh, well, got the, it. well, the, the premise is amazing. I, I was reading the premise. Well, actually, you, you can tell it. So, it, it, but it's it, sure. it's kind of a dark premise to to start off with, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, a young girl is is a teenager in Montana is orphaned. It's the 1990s. Uh, essentially, in the first sentence of the book, that's no big surprise. Yeah. 
um, and her ultra-religious evangelical aunt moves in with her. Uh, she, uh, d- this girl discovers her, her queerness um, through essentially a love affair with a cowgirl, and she is sent to a conversion therapy facility to try to correct uh, that, that queerness in her. Yeah, yeah. Where did that, so, so where, what was your, when you set out to write the book, because conversion yeah. therapy is such a, like, I, I don't know where to start with that, but, but it's, um, mm. was, was that the driving, was it a reaction to that? It was. Uh, I think it was a combination of the the book is, is pretty autobiographical, like oh, a lot really? of okay. um, uh, first novels. So I mean, a, a certain certain elements, not the conversion therapy, not okay. the, the most sensational piece. But I but I grew up gay in a little branching town in eastern Montana that was um, most famous because it supposedly was in the Guinness Book of World Records once for having the most drunk people per capita in a single place at a single event. So wow. we were very proud of that. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was. Just Why did you of, write a book about uh, that? <laughs> It's in there. That's going to be your second book, Um, all the scribbling. That's going to be all the scribbling again. That's right. That's right. Um, So just a hard-drinking kind of, um, you know, ranch town. Not an easy place to be gay. Definitely not an easy place to be gay in the early 90s. So a lot of of those early parts of the book, that kind of emotional terrain is very much my own experience. Um, And when I was writing this book uh, in, like, 2005, when I was first sort of starting to to work on it, Pretty famously, and here in the U.S., uh, Zach Stark, a young man, was sent to a conversion therapy summer camp uh, run by Love in Action, and that got quite a bit of attention, and people started to look at conversion therapy and the practices in the U.S. again, um, and that story was kind of out there, and, and I certainly was aware of it, having grown up. Uh, Christian and have a lot of evangelical relatives, and so it it seemed like it was the right time to write about that as well. Okay, so those two forces kind of came together, and that's the book was born out of that. Is is there any argument for conversion therapy? Like, is there a, is there actual solid argument in there somewhere? No, there is absolutely no argument. Yeah. There are certainly no good ones, no credible ones. There is absolutely no medical science um, or, or research to support it in every single reputable medical organization from the American Pediatrics Association, you know, to any that you can name have said, in fact, not only does it not work, it is harmful. Um, it really it really can do a lot of damage, uh, to, especially to adolescents, to teenagers who are just sort of, sort of trying to figure this stuff out to, um, you know, try to, to convince them that they need to be another way. Um, so no, there are no good arguments. And what's really interesting is when you involve religion, um, as, as, as most of the practitioners do, and certainly that's the kind of conversion therapy going on in this book, mm. uh, it's all such pseudoscience that there isn't, you know, people will come to me sometimes, people who have read the book will talk to me and they'll say, this, this part of Cameron's story really lined up with my own experience, but all of these parts didn't. And that's not a surprise because there isn't any... Um, you know, there's really no scholarship or research supporting any of this this quote unquote therapy, mm-hmm. and so the way that one pastor does it in one church might look completely different, right, than the way that a pastor does it in another church, basement of the church they're running, and on and on and on. Um, it, it it really can be kind of however you decide to invent it and dole it out, which is yeah. which is horrifying, really. Yeah, it's uh, 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 then would there be an argument? For it to be essentially for somebody to authorize conversion therapy or to force someone, because I presume it's forced in most cases, would would that be a hate crime? Then surely, is that not a? Well, you know, a number of a number of states have, including uh, the state that I live in, Rhode Island, 
have recently taken action to um, to outlaw conversion therapy as as being prescribed essentially to teenagers, right. Okay. right? So you're an adult; you can choose to seek out any kind of therapy you you want. And I think that's your right. I would I would certainly hope you could find a better way, but that's your right. But yeah, yeah. but to actually force teenagers to do that. But where, where this gets really sticky, and I think something that a lot of people that don't know, because California did this first, and a number of other states have followed suit, is that has to do with with licensed therapists and the kind of therapy they're practicing in their own offices. And most of those therapists, frankly, if they're reputable, would already know from their own associations that the license them and, and, you know, that they get their research from that they shouldn't be doing this kind of therapy anyway. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, religious institutions have a lot more leeway to, to do the kind of work that they see fit. And so, in fact, you know, I think, I think that these, uh, these measures as they pass are really important, and I'm glad that they draw attention to the practice, but this still doesn't stop someone who, you know, is a youth pastor at a church from doing this kind of work in a small group, or it, yeah. it really does not eradicate that problem. It doesn't eliminate it. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, there was a thing in the UK recently where... Um, I don't know the man's name, and I'm sort of glad that I don't know, because I don't want to repeat, I don't give him any sort of oxygen of publicity, but there was a gentleman who was on uh, an early morning show over here recently, and it caused a huge furore on Twitter as well, because people were saying, well, you shouldn't be allowing people to broadcast these views, and then their counter-argument was, well, surely we broadcast these views so we can condemn them, you know, we condemn them in the show, which which they mm -hmm. did, you know, mm -hmm. it was Piers Morgan's thing, it was all that sort of stuff. But... um I watched the interview that this guy did, and it, so it was this guy, and it was a gay guy was with him yes. as well, and they sort of debated it out about which was essentially conversion therapy, wasn't it? He was mm. he was a therapist who was who said that he uh, uh, at the request of the patient he could um, you know get, I think he was formerly gay is how he uh, I think that the guy the conversion yeah, therapist yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. yeah he said he has de gay he cured himself yeah. in his yeah. words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And what I found alarming about it, that, um, well, that's why I asked you the question of is there any argument for it at all? Because what? Because I, 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 I agree with you completely on this, Emily. I, I'm, I'm totally on board with you, and I agree with you. But when I watched that interview, I was like, okay, well, this isn't quite as demonic as it was portrayed to be. This guy is actually making mm. some points. You know, mm. he's saying, you, you know, mm. I'm not saying that I'm going to cure every gay. Because right. they don't need to be cured. I'm saying there are certain people who are confused about their sexuality and all that, blah, 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 blah. That was kind of, I'm paraphrasing what mm. he said. But he was saying for, the, for those people who it was causing issues to and for the, the people that it mm. was causing upset to, he has, a, yeah. you know, his, his method or whatever it is of, you know, scaring them straight or what, 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 however it's done. Um, but I think you have to take it deeper than that, surely, and you have to go, well, why, why have they got an issue with it? And, mm. and right. one would hazard the guess, educated guess, that the reason that they have an issue with their sexuality is, as anybody with their sexuality, uh, anything that goes from, you know, heteronormal or whatever, that that would be because of perception, would be because they don't feel safe to be that, because they feel like, it, in the case of gentlemen, that it demasculines de them if that's even a word you know that it that they would be all outside forces that are causing people to have huge turmoil about what they naturally are um, absolutely so, so, so yeah so, so to me yeah I, I mean i'm completely with you i i think that it's, it's so that larger question then becomes for people who i, I think again for me, the line, the line is not not ever sort of allowing us to send um, adolescents, right, who are in this sort of questioning stage for someone, some adult who has authority over them yeah. to say, you know, against your will, you yeah, have yeah, to do this yeah. thing. But when you look at an adult, as you're saying, someone who is saying, no, I've, I've come to this and I, and I can't reconcile my faith, right, with this identity or I can't, I can't feel comfortable. 
for me, that question becomes, how do we, we need to change the culture, right? Tell, tell <laughs> it's, it's, that. The, it's the tell, culture that we want to change here, not you, it's yeah. the culture. But, but I, yeah, I, I, I did not see that that interview. I don't know what you're talking about, but I can imagine, uh, uh, you know, people making and people have made compelling cases for feeling like, I don't, it, it, you know, this it is the only compelling. way they lived freely. It, it wasn't compelling oh, it wasn't compelling. No, no, but, okay. but, but there were moments within it mm, where I thought mm. he was making a sound argument for how he was setting out his stall, and then... Yeah. You go well. Hang on. Why, why does your stall exist on this market? You know that, yeah, that was yeah, when you think yep, deeper about yep. it. You sort of go, well, if you're a therapist, if you're able to, do, then surely you should be utilizing those skills or utilizing that ability to yeah. to re. If you're going to reprogram anything, reprogram someone's response to bigotry. So so right. re, reprogram just, just you know get them to the point where they don't give a fuck about that sort of thing. You know where they don't care about yeah. you know the yeah. horrible things that have been saying by elsewhere, and, and they they can fight their case. Not to go. Um, you should conform to the bully's view, or you, you know, right. you, you you should stop being what you think you are because you're being yeah. bullied for it. You know, that, that, right. I, I found it kind of confusing as a, as, as a as a concept, and I found it further confusing when I was listening to his argument and and struggling with some of it to argue back until it, the wider mm-hmm. picture became obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was why. Yeah, that's why I asked you that question. I think I think it's a really mm-hmm. interesting. It's a really interesting thing, isn't it? That mm. that that, mm. that that's even still a thing. Yeah. You know, you sort of yeah. you expect to read about that in the sixties, or but not. Well, absolutely, and that's the thing that you know. My book is set in the nineties, and and when you know it was published a few years ago, I I said at that time, you know, really, it's technically a historical novel, and people used to laugh, and they laugh a little bit less now. You know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's really, we things have changed so monumentally from the world that this girl, this 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 teenager was coming of age in, um, that it. That it feels, I think, just all the more horrifying to me that conversion therapy really is, even is still a thing. Um, well, it, and, it's had a resurgence. Fact, yep. is, 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 it has. has it, that's exactly right. How it's upsetting right is that? Being published in the U.S., the, the big practitioners of it um, uh, had kind of folded. The folks that provided a lot of the, the um, information and kind of handbooks and things for a lot of the pastors that were doing this right. um, had, had just sort of imploded. But there has been a real resurgence just in the last you know two or three years where you're seeing a number of, of churches. And, and some of the language around it has changed a little bit, but it's ultimately still the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's all the same tenets. So how horrible. So so what do, so what with your with your book? What do you want? This is a terrible question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What, what do you want the re- do? You have something you want the reader to take away from it, or do you literally want them to take what they take? I, I do want them to take what they take, but I want them to live in Cameron's story. Um, and I think if they do that, right, if that if that's successful, then the 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 other you know they're not they're not lessons, but the other experiences I hope will take root. I mean that's that's the ultimate thing uh, for any successful novel for me. That's my barometer. Is, is do I feel like I've I've taken that journey and I've sort of slipped inside of someone else's soul. And I really think that, I mean, I love cinema. I love, there's all sorts of forms of of pop culture that I love, but I don't know that that anything has ever given me that experience the way that a novel can, where I really feel like I've lived somebody else's experience. Yeah, same. That's the ultimate takeaway. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I'm going to read it, definitely. I'm sort of like, I I would have read this before. This is one of those ones that I would have read before. Um, Mm. Because the last, um, because it's YA fiction as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I try and, yeah but I, I'm on a bit of a quest to go no it's fiction it's just fiction don't worry about it 
I, I, I love the genre of YA, but I do feel that it's a, a limiting description because I think that mm. YA novels generally... It's sort of like going... It's the difference between a PG... Well, a U, a used to right. film in the UK, I know, I know, yeah, um, which is a, just a film that anyone can go and see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The difference between that and a PG, which is parental guidance, or a 15, which only 15-year-olds can see. I know there's different ones in the States. But it's sort of mm. the difference in those things, as it feels to me. And it's like, and, and I sort of consider that a PG film is suitable for all. That doesn't mean that mm-hmm. only kids can watch that. That it's means 12 that, as well, right. isn't it? 12, oh, there's 12, yeah, 12 and then 15, yeah. And that's suitable for all. So I think YA really falls into the 12 bracket, which yeah. is that it's it's suitable for anyone anyone above the age of 12 yeah. up to the age of 100. Whatever yeah. they live to, yeah, yeah, you know, right. it, it's still suitable. Right. Yeah. And that's been my experience with YA. I've read, I've read a decent chunk of it now. We had Karen M. Manis on yes. you know, not long ago talking about... Okay. Um, the book one of us is lying so uh, which I thought was wonderful I, and I read that in advance of in- interviewing her um, so I sort okay. of wish I'd read yours in advance but I didn't I didn't know you were on till today <laughs> <laughs> no, Friday okay. it was it was Friday yeah. I found out um, so, but I've got, I've got the book here and I'm genuinely I will read it I'm looking forward to reading it it, sa- it, it sounds like it'd be right on my street yeah, it sounds like the sort of thing that I'd really well, thank really you love so much. Well, thank you so um, much you can read the book and then at some point watch the film Yes. You can. Yeah, which is rights. very exciting. It's a good cast, yes. isn't it? It's unbelievable. I, it, the whole thing feels like pinch me. I can't. I, I cannot believe it's a it's a thing. But yeah, it's so really exciting. And I've seen it. I got to see an early cut, oh, and I'm, I could okay. be more happy. So right. yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the lead is by uh, Chloe Grace Moritz. She's playing the. That's lead. right. right yeah, okay. she's Cameron. That is correct. Great. She's a great actress. Yeah. Respect. Yes, she is. Yeah. And she's, yeah, when she's is brilliant it? in this. I think she's so good. Do you know when it's out? I know it's saying expected um, it, to be announced. I don't. It, it, it'll be a festival film, so I, okay. it, I don't. Um, we're kind of uh, waiting on a big announcement that we'll be able to make in December, okay. and then hopefully lots of exciting things in, in 2018. But I, yeah, this, I can't give you an actual release date, unfortunately. This sounds like you're going to be a competitor. Because <laughs> Ian has a film coming out in a similar time. Yeah. I mean, not similar genre at all, but... But, but who knows? Me and yeah. Barry might do some kissing in it. You never know. In fact, that'd be great for the Powerpuff movie. What'd be great for the Powerpuff movie is if me and Barry do some kissing, and then I try and get him cured. Cured from kissing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he doesn't. I'll send him for conversion therapy. Right. Okay. So he doesn't I do a podcast about ghosts, about people that believe in ghosts, and and oh. so I don't. I don't believe in ghosts, but my uh, okay. my uh, co-host, sub-co-host, I call him. Um, he <laughs> he does believe in ghosts. <laughs> So it's an, it's an the podcast is an argument between me and him about the existence of ghosts, and then we did mysteries, and then okay. we did conspiracies, um, and we're now making a movie. We're, we're in production at the moment of making this movie. It's, oh, a, it's kind of a road awesome. trip movie. Um, okay. So so it, that would be the sort of thing that would be uh, that would be the one time I would go. You know what? Conversion therapy would be an interesting thing to explore yeah. to send him for that. Okay. Well, it's weird because it's also got Chloe Grace Moritz in it as well. Yeah, she's so in our she's one. In she's your, in our one as well. She's in film as well, <laughs> yeah. so it's going to be very similar. She is in our film, but she's only in it as a ghost, so you don't yeah, really you, you don't really face. see her. But, I, but, but you, then you don't believe in her. Right? No, no. Well, that's it. So you don't see you don't see her in the film at all. You don't see her or hear her in the film at all because I don't believe in her. Yeah. Um, but I, I hope I, she gets nominated for something for that. I am assured. <laughs> I am assured that she is in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told by production that she is definitely in it. So okay, uh, well we'll, yeah. pro- we'll probably see you at the festivals and we can sort of we can duke it out then. And oh. see, yes, yeah. See who has so. got the best film. I think you'll both be happy. Either wins, you'll be able to have a hug and say you deserved it. It's fine. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I've now taken from talking to you. and I've really enjoyed talking to you. And I, you know, I, yeah, I, you I, as well. I, I like you. you. So I like you. Up. So there's, it's going to be a real problem, <laughs> isn't it? That I've, I've now got to see, see you as an enemy. No, but I, 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 I see, I see you as, a, as now my nemesis, an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I better get off before more bad things happen. I, I, I think, honestly, Emily, I think it's too late. I think, I think, we've, I think we've gone beyond it now. Where I now, I, I, I don't think it would be too strong to say I hate you. No, no. <laughs> God. It's horrible, isn't it? Don't say that. Now I want Emily's film to win. You, so. <laughs> well, look, I mean, best of luck with your film, but. <laughs> you as well. You, you know, as well. You, you, but I've got no problem promoting your book, but your film, I think I'm, I'm appalled by that that, that, that there's a competitor's film. Um, uh, but yeah, pr- probably different genres, eh? Hey, look, I think maybe. it's been uh, all, maybe. all pissing about outside. It's been, honestly, it's been genuine, genuine pleasure speaking with you, and best of luck with it. The, the, you, the book's out too. in the UK now. Um, it's published by I've got it from Penguin. Penguin yes. publisher. Penguin. Uh, ran, yeah, Penguin Random House in the UK. Yeah. Um, it's under children's, but you know, it sounds like it's a it's a book for all. So I, I genuinely will enjoy reading it. And um, nice speaking with you. And yeah, don't be a stranger. Keep up keep us up to date. All right, I will. With how Good luck with on. the ghost. Oh, that that sounded condescending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that I don't believe in them. <laughs> I know. So I didn't feel like I had to give you the full force of that belief and my, my sign off. <laughs> All right, fine. Speak to you again. Right, Take bye. care. Bye. Bye-bye. Randy Newman, again from the album Dark Matter with its jingle out there. Apparently it was the theme tune to the show Monk. Oh, yeah, Apparently with Tony Shalhoub. Back in the day, yes, but he's yes, re-recorded it, a new one. Yeah. And I can't remember what I played before it. I put someone before it, didn't when I? High energy oh, it was the, uh, the Jim, Jim Steinman one. It's oh, from okay. uh, Times of the Vampire. It was a, okay. a demo. I really like the demo up until it, when it kicks in and when it kicks in. I don't like all that yeah. pop. So I don't poppy. like that at all. Now, talking about pop, you still mm-hmm. never talk to me about the Erasure thing. Oh, I'll tell you about it later on. <laughs> um, what, uh, oh. Do you know what? I had two things happen to me on the train today. Go on. And kind of difficult to talk about because I don't know what I don't know what I should think about either of them and I think they both uh, played into inherent prejudices in me oh okay and I found them quite because I'm kind of self reflective I guess I kind of look at myself and kind of wonder why I think things and all that you know try and pick out my bad points just Mm. personally and just you know see if it's something I can work on whatever but two things happened so the first one that happened was when I got on the train, I had a reserved seat. Mm. And when I got to my reserved seat, I was put into a predicament. And uh, what I'll tell you is I didn't sit in my reserved seat. So I'll tell that from the off. Why? Well, I'll tell you. So when I got to my reserved seat, my reserved seat was a window seat um, on, a, on a table. Because I do, I do work when I'm, driving, when I'm training here, uh, to and from here. So I need a table, really, and so I can get my laptop out and all the rest of it. Um, and... In the seat that wasn't the window seat was a uh, gentleman who was, I presume, I, I'm, I'm going to guess it's cerebral palsy, but probably uh, it may not have been that, but severely disabled, right? Okay, mm-hmm. quick, if that's the right terminology, it probably isn't. But, you know, kind of all over the place, really, physically, all, you know, was leaning all over the place and that. And, and I didn't want to move him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, do you know what I mean? I, I yeah. saw I was like, for me to get to that seat... It was going to be a fuss anyway, yeah. and, a, and a further fuss because yeah. this guy's, you know, kind of heavy duty disabled, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I believe is the technical term. For right. It. But you know what I'm saying? He was on his own, yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't. I don't know. But presumably it was, it was on a four table. Well, so I didn't. Certainly... I didn't want to say. Come on, you get up. I, I need no, to get no. across there. Yeah, so, yeah. so, but I didn't know if that, what the etiquette was there. Whether I should have said, "Oh, that's my seat there," and whether that's the right thing to say. I, mm, I think if 
that was the only other seat and it was completely packed the train then you can't no. look you can sing again next week okay, stop sorry. coming into the studio I'll come back in with, what, with your song lists <laughs> right it's a big it's a big pamphlet yeah, goodness me. Well, I don't know what, all, it, like. what all these are what are these all for a lot of songs here that she wants to um, do um, yeah so sorry if, if the whole train was packed and there were no seats available apart from that one which you'd reserved then I would say mm. absolutely you should say something but if there were other seats yeah, you can sit and then, down. Well, they were, they totally were. Well, then fine. Yeah, I've done yeah. the same as you. Yeah, but again, it was treating someone with more. It felt slightly patronising. Maybe it felt. Well, maybe. Or was it just considerate? Is that just consideration? I, I is that say, you know, what, would, what is it? I think it's being considerate to him. It was a difficult one. I wasn't sure what to do, and I, right. I felt wrong when I went and found another seat. But there we go. That's what I did. Mm. Um, and then where I was sat, I was sat behind. Well, so I could still I could see him because I was facing forward and he was facing backwards. So I was I was behind him. But anyway. Um, who kept having very loud phone calls on his on his phone, right, to, I presume his missus, because he mm-hmm. kept saying, love you, miss you. Because he was saying, but really fast, love you, miss you, love you, miss you. And then he thought, I'm going to be there, love you, miss you, but I love you, miss you, love you, miss you. And I'm not exaggerating, this was how he was doing it. Love you, miss you, love you, miss you, love you, miss you. And he was talking kind of pigeon English to whoever he was talking to. Um, and he said, no, no, I, I, w- I, will be, I will be at Euston. I will be there at Euston. Love you, miss you, love you, miss you. I will be there. And all, but like, did she not like believe that. him? Why did she keep calling him back? I've got no idea. No, he was calling her. I think. Oh, right. Um, yeah. I think at one point they lost signal and he called oh, her back. Right, so. But I, dis- I just decided it was a like tie bride or something. Why? I just, I just decided it. That it, was, that it was someone that didn't speak any English at all. That he was trying. He, it was so. He was talking very condescendingly and very sort of. It reminded me of. Do you remember when Theroux did that documentary about guys going, getting. I think they were Russian brides, I think they were. Yes. And there was a guy on yeah. that. I forget the guy's name. I knew his name for a long time because I thought he was an amazing character. Really, he was a chain smoker and stuff. And he got married at the end of it. He, you know, he met someone else. And he met, but his entire manner, his his entire manner of being, was very uncomfortable. It was very sort of. Mm. Um, I, I, I see no argument for buying a bride. Like, I, I can't. No, I, I can't really. find an argument for it at all. For buying he, one, no, definitely. Yeah, not, yeah, but yeah. that's what people do, right? You know, yeah. they go over there and they offer whatever, yeah, whatever money like, they've got and all that sort of thing. Who and do I, they pay it to? And it's an agency, isn't sometimes it? Sometimes it's agencies. I guess sometimes it'd be a direct uh, transaction. The, but but the whole the whole thing with that is it's a very different thing to people meeting on the internet or people going well, on dating sites. Or anything like that. Even arranged marriages, I have I have an issue well, with yeah. because. Um, they are about at, at, at their source. They are about, look. What, how are the police coming? I'm not saying anything heard, wrong. Here. I'm not saying anything wrong. Said. I don't know. Stating an opinion here. Oh Just keep still. They go straight past. Right, they've okay, gone. They've gone. No, I have an issue with any spouse, any spousal arrangement being a commodity. That's what mm. I have a problem with. So I have a problem with anyone who views things as. I know a comedian who. Uh, uh, I was speaking to someone, someone else the other day about it, about a girl that he'd been seeing, and they were saying, oh, he'd spent a fortune on her. He'd done, you know, he'd, he'd took her out for dinner and all this sort of thing and all that. And she was like, she was, she was taking the, that's what they were saying, he was, she, was, she was taking the piss with him. She was like, she's taking all his money in that. And, I, and I, I countered and said, but if he sees it, that if he spends enough money, he can fuck this girl, or if he spends enough money, then she has an obligation to be with him. That That's wrong. And, I mean, is that what it is, though? You're saying, was he just taking her out for a nice dinner because he wanted to take her out for a nice dinner? Or is it like if he didn't take her out for a nice dinner, she wasn't going to sleep with him? What's the situation? I, I, I don't know how he assesses it. Right. I, I don't know what is it, but, but it would seem to me that the the culmination of that is that he believes because he has invested in this financially invested in this mm-hmm. that that should 
go to the next stage and if it and if mm. it doesn't she's being a gold digger or a piss taker in some way and I, and I don't subscribe no, to but that it, at but all. equally I don't think it should be um, oh I don't want to have sex with you tonight but I bought you a nice dinner so you yeah, have yeah, to but that, that's but, not but that, that's, that's kind of where it is and, and yeah. but, but, but that is seeing a human being regardless of what the relationship is that's seeing a human being as a commodity that's yeah. seeing it as something yeah. that you can buy and sell and that's what my issue is with arranged marriages and stuff I don't have the same issue interestingly with prostitution I don't think it's the same thing then I, I still think it's a flaw in the purchaser that they uh, see someone as a buy, buyable thing mm. however the agreement uh, generally speaking not in every case of course but in generally speaking the agreement is that they understand the transaction as well mm. that's what it, it's all laid out like that so if someone wants to sell that you know sell what's between the legs for money that's their right to do that if someone wants to pay that that's also their right as well it, I, I think the way you'd get into the difficulty with that is if, if somebody thought because they, they went to a prostitute they had a relationship with them yeah, and they were like well I've spent all this money why are you not going to come out I, with me in real life I now? don't think people think that, because you don't go nor out do I. with them do no, you? no nor do I so yes. I think because the, the, the parameters of that are very definite mm. then I don't have as much of an issue with that I still find it an uncomfortable thing to deal with that somebody believes they can pay for uh, for for affection, or they mm. can pay for you know that's uh, I struggle with that a little bit, yeah. but not as much as I do for someone who wants to buy a bride. No, right, okay, well, because that's 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 sort of meaning that you do you own them? Do you if you buy them? Is that how does that work? I, I paid know. money for you. Now you do what I say because I paid well, for you. Like my, my experience of it is predominantly that Louis Theroux documentary. Mm. So you know, from watching that, I was like, no, no, this is you've you've all got your attitudes to partners wrong. You've all got your attitude to marriage wrong. Yeah. In the, if you've just not met someone who, you know, and you want to be married or whatever, then fine, but then, you, you know, suck it up and see. But to think you can go, well, then I'll just throw cash at it and then I will get... That's still not a wife or it's no. not a husband, is it? That's that's just... That's a business transaction, isn't it? Sure. No, yeah, it is, of course. Um, no... and, uh, as I say, it might very well be that this chap today on the train, it wasn't, you know, that he'd bought a bride away. Maybe he's going out with a child. But, you know, he was talking like that. Couples he was talking. Do baby talk sometimes. I don't know. It's really didn't feel like horrible, that. but yeah, they do didn't. that. I, know yeah. you, I hear what you're saying. It didn't feel like that. Really? Yeah, that's not how I read it oh, at okay. all. And I'm, I'm usually quite relatively perceptive, yeah, yeah. I think. They didn't do the like, no, you hang up. There no, you it wasn't up. like that. He was he was talking quite condescendingly. It was oh. it was like he was talking to a child. Okay. Or, and my so my. Could you say love you mean it to a kid? Love you miss you miss you. That's it. Love you miss you. Um yeah you totally yeah, you totally could. could. That could be completely. Love you miss you. Love you miss you. I'll see yeah, you at Euston. I, I, no no I will be at Euston. I will be I will be Euston. Well maybe it was, it was like that. Child. Maybe. I don't know. Could he looked like innocent. he looked like Spock from Star Trek. Oh what like the new Spock like Zachary Quinto? He's well hot. the new Spock looks like the old Spock. Okay well. That's alright. What the same the haircut and everything? No, not is. No, no, not quite that. Oh, okay. He looked like how uh, Leonard Nimoy looked. Oh, okay. In oh, real life, right. I guess. It's okay. I, I wasn't again. I'm not judging no, him no, by no, his appearance. No, I'm just no. giving you a visual okay. picture there of, of what he looked like. Um, I'm not saying that means anything. It doesn't. Um, I don't know. I just. But yeah, question my own prejudices there because mm. I I presumed. He was talking to his wife, who didn't have English as a first language, so I then presumed, further from that, without thinking about this, I presumed that she was a, a Russian Thai bra, whatever, yeah. from wherever. See, I would have thought, I think, where I've thought, oh, it's must, it might be his kid, whereas we've gone in different paths. With I think it, it felt too affectionate to be a child. Oh, right. I think parents generally are to their kids, aren't they? Yeah, no, there's a difference between... Mummy and daddy affection. Oh, yeah, well, I don't mean that. Mummy and daddy affection. I mean, but you know, it's nothing harm with like, love you, miss you, whatever the hell he said. Right. 
I think that's that's quite normal, isn't it? You always like you, you see. I think you have a very warped idea of relationships as well. Why? I just do. I think I've said to you before. I think you're the most possessive not girlfriend I've ever had. <laughs> you know, weirdly, I am with about you, but not about other B- bizarrely. people. Bizarrely, about boyfriends, not so much. Do what you like. In the studio, in in this this um, organisation, yeah. My relationship with the other women that work here is a constant source of frustration and anger for you. It's not of jealousy, no. of, of not even concealed, not even concealed jealousy whatsoever. So t- t- today alone, I was kind of complimenting someone, which which was a knowing compliment. Mm. So Lissy had said to me that some people had said to her today, she looked like she was ill. So when I came in, I, I said, you look gorgeous today. Yeah. And then she looked at me and she smiled and I went, was, is that all right? She went, she went, yeah, that was brilliant. Because she's had contrary yeah. things yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. You got the arsehole about that. Oh, you said it to Sarah, you said it to Abby. Yeah. But Everybody. As that... As that knowing thing. What do you tell me? I need my roots done. That's what you said to me. I said that. Did I say or did I or did I not say that I liked your nail varnish? Yeah, yeah you did. But that's like right. Well, okay, how's that? Well, okay. So what? So what? So, com- what? so you want you want specific compliments? You just be like, yeah, you look alright too. Oh, okay, you look alright. Thanks. Was, was that, did that you. do it for not you? Not really. No, not because I just told you to say it. What happened before we came to do this link? What, who was in the studio when you came um, in? Tess. Tess yeah. Was yeah. And what was happening? I don't know. I was talking to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we were chatting. Yeah. What? And how did you respond to that? I think I probably went. I tell her she looks nice now as well. Are you? Yeah. I think so I probably said that. We were discussing tattoos. Is what we were discussing. Oh, yeah. Okay. But you came in, and again, I don't have this. Really, like this is. I, I wouldn't accept that from a girlfriend. No, I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't accept it from someone that has no stake in me <laughs> <laughs> at all. But it, isn't that weird though? You're Very so, weird. So I, possessive. I know, of me. but I'm really not as a person. I don't get jealous or anything. So, so it's what, weird. Isn't where's it? this coming from? I have no idea. But you well, do. I do have my. I do need my roots done. You hit a sore spot there. I was like, oh, my, my hairdresser <laughs> texted me the other day, and she said, like, do you well, want, no, that, that's because you said me? that I don't pay you compliments, and I went, well, look at you, you're a tip. <laughs> Your roots need doing. Now, I was saying that as a joke. I don't think your roots do need doing. You look absolutely, you know, you look passable fine. fine. I look fine. Yeah, absolutely fine. I would imagine that on your, when you have your adventures where you're like picking things up and climbing Big yeah, Ben and things like that, yeah. that I would imagine that that, it's hard to keep your hair looking brilliant. No, I try. If you're climbing up Big Ben and batting off aeroplanes. Yeah. I should probably cut it really short. It's difficult. What's nice though is I look like a tip and then we've got a model coming in next. So I feel excellent now. She's so am I, am I allowed to be. What am I. Uh, Obviously. Uh, shall, I, shall I tell her she looks a tip when no, she comes in? No, don't tell her she looks a tip. Well, what should I say? You just say hello. I mean. I am now terrified. And I shouldn't be in this environment at work. <laughs> I am now terrified. Of what? That I've got a guest coming in in a moment. I'm telling you, you're going to be looking at me going, is he looking? Is he looking? What, what's he think? Does he fancy her? I won't be thinking that. I won't. I won't even look at you the whole interview. How, again, that, that's just sulking, isn't it? That's all that is. Yeah. She's what, do you want, in. what song do you want on? What have you got? Not much, really. All right, well, I'll have that then. We've got, we've got really short ones. Do you know what I'm going to put on? No. I'm going to put on the karaoke of Hot Chocolate, You Sexy oh, Thing. okay, all right. right. Yeah, why not, yeah. Um, just as a test. Okay. What's it for future weeks to see no, if you want to... Just see if she runs in. Oh, well, Kara might do. She just might see... just be out there. She'll just have a reason to wander in I'm here. Right, keep it quiet, right? I'm going I'm to put this on right. Just see if she runs see in again. I can, I can sing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, if, if she doesn't do that, then the listener is allowed to sing along at home to yeah, this. I'm going to put the karaoke you sexy yeah. thing on. And then we're going to be back with, uh, with Eunice. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Right. <laughs> That crept up. 
nice. Wasn't expecting that. I've got a mouthful of quality street. I know, it's like Christmas in there. We've got quality street. Um, you keep saying that, don't you, today? It is you keep like saying, Christmas, though. I'd say really? roses is more quality street. Roses, roses is more eh? Christmas. Oh, no, they, a box of chocolates is all about Christmas. We, I mean, we could argue this. Eunice? Yes. What I would mean, you say? Quality street or roses for Christmas? Um, How about... Quality Street. Yeah. What do you think? I think Quality Street I as think well. Roses. I think no. Well, I was two against one. So. I got angry last year because roses. I don't know if you've seen roses chocolates recently, but they've changed the way that they wrap them. They've oh. done a lot of stuff like that, actually. Oh, yeah, I they think have. they've made them smaller as well. I think they have. I feel like it's a definite attempt on their behalf <laughs> to like? make us lose weight by force. Uh, I'm not. Well, it's not working with me. I'm not. <laughs> are you? Would you want to drink Quality Street? Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind a okay. quality tea, like? actually. Yeah, what, you, which ones do you I like? I've got a little chocolate bit tea. Chocolate tea. A chocolate Ooh, one. Okay. I don't want, I don't right. want no caramel. Ooh, I don't want good. no Soft filling. What are them ones? Oh, that's like, it looks like it'd be mint or something. Oh, it's it, not mint. It just says no, a green no, no, triangle. No, that's not a triangle, that, Nat. That's a square. That? It's oh, a fake impersonation. The green triangle. That is a milk chocolate. I think the green triangle. That's it. That's it. I think it's got like almonds no, in it no, or no. something. Well, you get off them. They're my, they're my quality straight. Well, they're not. They're Jerry Page. You gave them to me, so they're no, mine. No, that's children. a milk. Come along. That's a milk chocolate try, block. Try those two. Awesome. I te- do you know what? I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll test it. No, no. I read it on the box. It said it's a milk chocolate block. But this green square. Okay, so this green square, the one you've got there. Not the it's, triangle one. It's a milk chocolate block. Yeah, that's what you're after. Mm. This is the one. Perfect. Good work. Okay. Um, not can you carry on the interview because we've got mouthful of chocolate. Okay, well, actually, no, you, you both have, so mm. I don't know. Okay, well... Um, well, talk about when, you're, when you, talk about when you're in Rogue One, Nat. Uh, I'm not in Rogue One. Well, you've just been doing London Fashion Week. I have. You? I've literally just come you've from just come 108 from... to the Strand. Um, I did a wee bit of press and I did a few shows over the weekend. I actually wasn't supposed to be doing Fashion Week this oh, right. season. Oh, really? I was supposed to be... Kind of just getting ready, focusing, doing more press around obviously upcoming awards yeah. and stuff. So, but I have a few designers that I always work with who I really love. Um, so I did like Joshua Kane, um, which was an awesome show at London Palladium. Really good fun. Um, but yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Where are you from? I am originally from Edinburgh. Huh? Yeah, whereabouts in Edinburgh? Um, do you know Tollcross? Yes. I actually grew up in um, the west side of Edinburgh. Okay. So, like, quite a ghetto council estate, train spotting country, as we yeah, call yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> and, no, um, it is, though, eh? Hey. No, mean, it literally is. is kind of rough, eh? Hey. I mean, that, yeah. that sort of place there. West side, where I'm from, is pretty... It's pretty deep, I mean, mm. but I feel like... The most interesting thing about life, like I meet people all the time. I met this awesome, really sweet girl, and she's like a big fan of mine. And she's like, "Oh, you're so awesome, and you've done all this stuff, and you're not even that old." And what I said to her was like, literally, I believe that human beings tend to innovate out of necessity. Yeah. So, like, if you're in a really messed up situation, it's either sink or swim. Mm. So you're probably going to overcompensate, mm. and that's why certain people sometimes end up doing so much because it's like really close to their heart, and yeah. they need to smash it basically. So, did Edinburgh feel like a rough start for you? Um, I feel like you know it's got to be better than Yemen, yeah, yeah, or totally. like other parts yeah. of the world. And I think it's like you got first world problems, you got third world problems. But yeah, it was really hard. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you don't have that kind of group membership that you get when you're in a big city and it's more multicultural. Mm. 
So it is kind of difficult. You do feel a bit alienated. Mm. Um, but the history in Scotland and England is really different, like colonialism and all when that kind of deep stuff. Ed- Edinburgh isn't, I mean, if it, forgive me if this is wrong, but I was. I don't never saw Edinburgh as multicultural hardly at all, really. Like, it was kind of mm. very just white Scottish. It's, yeah. it's kind of yeah. how I, I yeah. see Edinburgh. You know, I didn't really think of it uh, yeah. beyond that. And I mean, obviously there'll be... White Scottish and English. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah <laughs> but, but, I mean, even, even English, are, they're in and out of there. Aren't yeah. They? It's normally yeah. For the, they're for the fringe yeah. and then they're, they're away. Yeah. So, again, generally speaking. So, is that... Would that be an issue in Edinburgh? Is the, multi, the, the lack of that sort of multiculturalism in Edinburgh, is that, would that be an issue or is that... I think it's definitely an issue when you're growing up because obviously if there's like, you know, a lot of racism and that, you might grow up feeling quite marginalised and quite alienated. Mm. Um, but at the same time, the only thing that I would say that was advantageous about that is you kind of learn how to be quite independent yeah, yeah, yeah. and not need group membership to yeah. be able to do what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so some people, like I, my natural personality is I am extrovert, but I'm not like, um, super like I'm not that good at like people people and being out it's not really my vibe mm. people get that confused like that confidence mm. confused do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, no, they t- don't t- really t- get it but um, I think the best thing about it being really different and being like a cultural dichotomy if I can call it that yeah is you look at things from a totally different perspective mm. like mm. you see different things that people don't really notice which can be useful if in, in your later life and can contribute to your work and so on. Mm. So I think it's advantageous from that perspective. And also, even though you're really marginalised and alienated, it's like, okay, people see you as an alien, so therefore you can do what you want. Yeah. If you want to wear, <coughs> like, green hair, you can do that because yeah. everyone looks at you in a certain way anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. Well, it, well like, like you say, it's potentially emboldening, which is, has been the case in your, you know, in your case, but I guess it's also potentially very suppressing, isn't it? You know, the pe- people could 100%. go the completely other way, where they yeah. could really just become a recluse, really. You know, they, they could just come away from everything. So it's kind of... Uh, and both are equally understandable. You know, it's, you know, I don't think one's... Well, obviously, one's better than the other in terms of one's well-being. But... Um, that, yeah, that's kind of an interesting thing. Again, just as we were talking then, I was like, I don't think... I, I can't remember. And I've spent a lot of time in Scotland, like mm. a, a lot of time in Scotland, both with the Fringe, and I've got friendships with people in Scotland, and I've had relationships with girls from Scotland and stuff. And I can't think of one time... Mm. That I've met anybody black who had a Scottish I, I accent. I hadn't thought about it's it. It's pretty yeah. unusual. Until, yeah. There's very few that. of us. There's like yeah. a small amount of us, and it's really weird because there's this model who happens to be a model. It's from yeah. Glasgow called Zara. I think she lives in London. I love her to bits. Okay. And it was really weird. Like at different points in our lives, different people used to come up to us and think we were this, the same person. Right. Okay. And then we met randomly. Mm. I think we were doing the same fashion show or something. Like just totally accidentally. Um, I sat beside her like on a on, on the way there, and then we found out who we were. And we're like, oh my days, this is mental. Like my whole life, people have thought I was you. And yeah, she's yeah. Like, this is so weird. My whole life, people have thought of you, and then we meet. So yeah. it's kind of mad. Um, I think it's in Glasgow, Edinburgh is not the same thing at no, all. Not at all. No, yeah. no. Glaswegians refer to Edinburgh as Little London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you can imagine how we are treated. Yeah, in well, Edinburgh. no, I know that. I mean, there's. Um, 
that I, I can see some weight to that comment, even though it's a terribly prejudicial thing for them to say. <laughs> but, I, but I can say, you know, knowing the places I know the place, yeah, I can see some weight to that. I, I guess it's kind of piss takey, really. You know, it's not necessarily a nasty thing. Evan Welsh mm-hmm. did an ace tweet today, might be last week now when this goes out, where somebody had said, I'm, I'm going to stay in Glasgow, what's the best thing to do? And he said, Get the train to Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. actually good because there's not that many people that shout at Edinburgh. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 everyone's oh, like Glasgow's awesome. Oh, well, Irvin Welsh has been. He's well, kind of, of big. Well, I've from my experience in Edinburgh, in terms of Edinburgh, is the only place I've. And I'm not crying victim at all because it's not something that, I, that happens to me on a daily basis or even yearly basis. For that matter, Edinburgh is the only place I've ever experienced any racism against the English oh, it, right. like, at me. It's the only place ever. It was at a gig at the stand comedy club once and I had a St. Helens rugby league shirt on which is red and white so it's not red and white St. George's it's just a red and white you know sports mm. shirt mm-hmm. and they were giving me loads of grief for that and I was like it's not it's, that's not even what it is yeah. it's, it's just what the colour yeah. of it is totally. and it, it's the only place I've ever experienced it and Glasgow I've always found um, I think I, I, I think really I prefer Edinburgh uh, geographically as a place. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. But as a place. I like the banner of the people in Glasgow. Yeah, mm. oh, well, I, I once was doing again Glasgow Stand, so the equivalent club in Glasgow. I played at the Stand. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, isn't that a nice <laughs> room as well? The BBC wide room. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. It's cool. So uh, on my way there, it was my first weekend there. I think it was, and I was going down there, and I. I'd recently done uh, a gig in Belfast, I think it was, which was kind of threatening. And they, but the audience played up to that because they knew we were all scared. It was like you know, sort of the troubles was kind of kind of still going on a little bit. And um, so they were taking the piss, really. You know, by the end of the night, we understood what they were doing that we weren't ever in any danger, but they were enjoying it. And um, so I think I was still a little bit tense about that. And then I'd heard all these stories about Glasgow Empire as a comedian. You know, all these like, oh, if you're English there, they'll have you. And I was in the cab going to the stand and talk, talking to the cab driver and he said tell you what lad um, all you need he, he said you seem like you're working class well yeah I'm work class background and that he, he said that you'll be absolutely fine he, yeah. he, he said if you're working class right. it, it's not a prejudice based on where you're from it's a prejudice on what you are so if you're posh if you're posh, they'll have like, you. Right, yeah, okay. they'll have you. In, yeah. in that particular club, anyway. You yeah. know. Um, so the fact that they're predominantly working class, they'd be middle class at the Glasgow stand as well, but predominantly working class background of the audiences, if, if they get that you're working class as well, you'd be absolutely fine. Yeah. And that's what I've always found. Okay. Different in Edinburgh. Different, there's a different snob system, I think, in Edinburgh. Yeah. Well, you said that you did a, a gig there, so you've done some stand-up as well. Yeah, yeah? I did uh, my first run at the Stand Comedy Club in Edinburgh, which was two years ago, and that was in Stand 2 Okay. Uh, for the Fringe. I was produced by Scottish Comedy Club. I wrote and directed it myself, which was the first ever full-length show I'd ever done, which I probably should have told the Fringe, and I probably would have won the Fringe first, because right. I was like <laughs> okay. on stage after... Stephen Camos, Catherine Ryan, yeah. Ryan Paulson, and we even had Trevor Noah come down and do a session. So that was really amazing for me because, like, no one knew it was my first ever show. Was it comedy? It was comedy. So, yeah, stand-up show. Um, so I loved it to bits. I yeah, thought it was yeah. amazing. Um, and I did play at the stand this year as part of this BBC comedy thing okay. with uh, Sophie Whelan and a few other comedians. Okay. So, I've always been a bit in and out of comedy, mm. and um, actually, the next couple of films I've got coming out, I think they're comedy. Yeah, movies. yeah. Well, how, how? Well, is the some sweet ob- oblivious antidote? Is that comedy? 
That's actually, Lenny Henry. The yeah. Lenny Henry thing is actually like a Shakespearean version. Yeah, yeah he's gone. He's gone. Of it, incredible which now. Lenny's yeah. starring yeah. in. So it was amazing to be part of that. I mean, it's a short, so there's only actually five characters in the movie. Okay. So even though like my part is quite a small part, it's still quite significant because there's yeah, only yeah. five characters. Mm-hmm. So I was playing alongside an amazing actress. I don't know her name, but she just won a BAFTA. Um, Wumi Rooney Mara Wumi Oh Rumi. Wumi Oh I do she know she, mean. she won't no, ever know she will No never I will know. I actually do know her name Yeah She's she padding she for time <laughs> Just <laughs> pretending she knows all about it She's just No she's, I do actually look, know just about She's going to google it I yeah, do know I do, Well everybody knows if they've got That's google That's her isn't it Yeah so I didn't even know like because I'm obviously coming into the set and we're in a scene together um, and then it was really funny because like, I think like, the next day I opened Evening Standard and it was like a double spray, a spread on her and I was like awesome you're doing that's what you really want though isn't it? But you yeah I was proud way. of her for that how do you so how do you because you do so many different things you do modelling you do acting you do comedy and stuff yeah. um, and music how, as well haven't you you've done some of that I don't... How do you balance those things? I don't really... I think... Do you know what it is? Obviously, I grew up in Scotland, right? So all... Most of the people that inspired me are not from the UK. They're from America. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's Oprah Winfrey or Chris Tucker or Jay-Z or whoever it is. Like, every single one of those people have done music, Mm stand-up, acting, then directing, and Mm. done it really successfully. So Mm -hmm. I think in my mind, when I was growing up, I just thought that was normal to Mm. be really talented as... I think as well because I spent a bit of time in the States it's like you can't do what you do in the UK so in the UK you can become world famous um, from a single and you don't have to be able to act or present yeah. or dance mm. you yeah. just need mm. to be able to sing and in some cases you don't even really need to be able to sing that well whereas mm. in the States you need to be able to present act give a presentation carry yourself talk like it's not acceptable to just Sing, and I think that comes from you know old culture going right back to the jazz days that the the standard is just so high there. Mm. So, and then at the same time, like I see myself as an artist, I make art. So, to me, there's no difference between me walking in a fashion show or making some fashion clothes, or you know, to me, it's all the same thing when I get on stage and I do. To be fair, if you're doing comedy, you can be a bit more real and you can have a bit more of a laugh, I feel. But when you're... There's not a huge shift between being a fashion model and being an actress, as loads of okay. fashion models um, clearly show, like Carrie mm-hmm. the Williams. At the end of the day, when you're shooting an image, you need to be able to communicate a mood. So if that's happy, sad, you know, whatever it is, you're creating a piece of art and you're not really yourself. You're you're acting. Mm. When you're on a catwalk, you're acting. Mm. You don't walk about like that. So it's like you're on stage, oh, go. Bizarre. Tam, so pretend you do. It's kind of like that. <laughs> I like they do. Like and that. Just yeah. people, the catwalk models just strutting down the street like that. But anyway, yeah. just, just going to the tube. To Tesco. Yeah, just, like just, just going from, just going yeah. from the bathroom to the kitchen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That you can't. Yeah. Wa- I want to believe that none of you can walk any other way. Yeah, <laughs> and then you just have to do the turn like that everywhere yeah, you yeah, go, and go yeah. around corners and stuff. That's what I've decided I want it to but be. I feel like it's it's. I think it's most fashion models. Um, it's like a natural progression to go mm. into something else. Anyway, yeah, I just happen to be talented in. I mean, at a young age, I wanted to act, but there were just no opportunities for, like, dark-skinned black girls in Britain. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. literally only been the last five years or something that, like, black women can even really get on TV, apart from Moira Stewart and Naomi Campbell and, like, 
this lady there's like two other ladies my mum yeah, knows yeah. about do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, if totally anything it was actually Simon Kelly he actually believe it or not did a lot because he had a lot of black girls or and mixed race girls come through through X Factor so even if it's commercial it's Alexandra Burke and those it's still more than like the industry is allowed to be successful like if you okay. think about Britain it's like there's barely any black female household names that exist in the media um, which is cool um, in fact I would say you. if I said to you I challenged you and I was like name 10 black men who are in the media and quite successful you'd mm. probably be able to rattle it off like that right um, pretty much but then for women um, yeah, but yeah. for women it's not this case and I find that as a dark skinned black woman you Sunita. do Sunita got yeah, one. yeah got yeah. one Sunita and that's Simon Cowell again isn't it yeah, oh, got, that is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got you've got a few. There's one or two, but no, really, in That's my right. generation, yeah. there's yeah. nobody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got a couple of fashion models, Jordan doing, and that coming through in the last, you know, X many years. But yeah. really, when I was 15, 16 and trying to do acting, it was not happening. Yeah. And it's only been the last five, six, seven years that okay. you know you can really do that. So it was actually easier for me to go into fashion because mm. the fashion industry is marginally more open-minded yeah, yeah, yeah. when it comes to that um, and do that. So it was just like, to me, it's just, I feel like life is a continuous flow and I don't feel like I do different things. I feel like I just do me in different yeah, yeah, situations. Yeah. Mm. So, and I think as well, it's a really British, possibly even English mentality that you that everything has to be segmented and everything has to go into boxes and you can only do one thing so if you do radio you can only do radio you can't do this as mm. well mm. Um, but actually if you look at the new talents into the British film industry leaving aside Johnny Biega I don't know his story but if you look at your Idris Elders your Adam Deacons your Noel Clarks Every single one of them had to forge it for themselves. Nobody mm. in the industry was going to give them a chance. Mm. They were all involved in music. It just used to be a DJ. Um, they were all doing other things and they wanted to act, but they couldn't act. So they had to produce, direct. Well, and okay. write so, it themselves. I mean, Noel yeah. um, was doing a show here and he has said a lot that the, he decided to write the film himself because he couldn't get parts in other people's films all the parts that he wanted to play. 130%. But, 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 but is that... So, so is that definitely... Um, well, he wrote Kid Outhood. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, is, is that definitely because of the colour of his skin? Uh, I think, like, I found when I was younger and I was, and even in recent history when I've been trying to get opportunities, especially on screen, because I'm black and Scottish, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, we don't know about that. We've never had a black Scottish person. We don't know right. if English people could understand a Scottish accent. And I'm like, hmm, that's funny because every single major commentator on football seems to be Scottish. Yeah, and you yeah, can't yeah. understand Scottish yeah. people. That's a bit weird. But I, I mean, that's like just a fucking stupid a thing to say, isn't it? Know, like, like, that it's really the is. way that people think. Like, And for some reason, when you walk in the door, they just think, oh, you're Scottish. So it's not possible if you could just switch your accent up and be able to speak in a way that people can understand yeah. all the time. I don't know why. They just think that Have you, you been can't asked? But, but it's, it's, it's like train spotting being subtitled oh, right. in America and things yeah, like that. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just listen. But have you have you done your own accent in a film, the Scottish accent, or have, I, have you asked to change? I've done my own accent in Scottish films. Oh, okay. Um, and it's just... It's not even about that. It's just the perception. And I think we are still very kind of angle oriented the United okay. Kingdom yeah. and it's like it just I don't 
think it's good the way that we're so segmented and we have totally different vision in different regions. I think the UK should have much more of a mixture. You should turn on your CTV, you should hear Irish people. You should be able to understand Welsh people. You should be yeah. able to understand mm. how people talk English across the UK. Yeah, you yeah, shouldn't yeah. need subtitles to understand someone that lives um, down the road. But, but do, do you know what? I I don't think most people do need subtitles. I, I think that's just a perception. I think yeah. it's the perception of... I think a lot of the people who produce and commission in the UK play it too safe. Yeah, yeah. They're not really... And I get it, because they've got a really important job and they need to make sure that what people see on TV is this, that and the next thing, but they're kind of out of date. And I think that when TV and newspapers are out of date, that's when you see a fall in sales because they're not reflecting what people want to see, not just young people, but the evolution of reality. And it disappoints me only because the UK kind of holds itself up as this really diverse place and we're this and we're that. And it's like weird because if I go to America, I get more work. Right. And I don't really get that. I don't really yeah, yeah, yeah. get why. And I'm sure if you talk to any black artist, they're going to tell you, yeah, if I go to the States, I get more jobs than I get in the UK. Yeah, yeah. So we have a problem in the UK where the media industry and film and television industry is dominated by certain people, largely Caucasian, from more kind of middle, upper class backgrounds. You go to any film festival, any event, and there's no people of colour there whatsoever, really. Right. Um... So, you know, it is what it is. Um, So as a young black girl, not coming from London, so I don't even have those connections that people down here want you to have, Mm. you do need to be exceptional to even get your foot in the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And isn't it weird as well? Like, uh, And again, sort of colour of skin aside, we talk about sort of accents and dialects and stuff. I, I, I've always thought if I could choose the, my voice, I'd have, I'd have gone with Scottish. Oh, De- yeah. Definitely. I like Scottish. I think neither. it's beautiful. Yeah, I like Scottish. And there's not, there isn't a huge leap between those two, those two in terms of poetry. And I really, I really hear it as a poetry. I think the Scottish accent is, from, I, mean, I mean, across the board, even the sort of the the thick Glaswegian. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, predominantly, I'd say predominantly Edinburgh. You know, and sort of it just really. It, it, I think it, it English really people sound cool too. I've got to be mm. fair. I wasn't saying what do you think of my voice. I like yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? But, I but, but, but I, I think it's crazy to have something that's su- such a rich dialect and such mm. a rich accent. I don't, and, I don't and get it. There's this weird prejudice against. It's so poetic as well. It's mad because, so like you were saying, like when you were in Scotland, you felt like this. Mm. It's the same in England yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'd probably say it's probably 10 times worse because people really do you think yeah I feel like okay. people look down on you when you're from Scotland really? I don't know why they just think that oh you're from Scotland there's nothing going on there and it's like what are you talking about you've got some of the longest running best ever festivals yeah. in the entire world like newspapers that existed before you know England is built in the image and America and the entire modern world is built in the image of Scotland I can, Do you get I, what I mean? I, like, I, I don't I, think I, people I hear, I hear understand what you're saying, but I can't think. Obviously, I'd probably, well, I wouldn't, so would I, I wouldn't see it, would I? But I can't think of anyone that I've associated with, I guess, in my lifetime or anything like that who's had any any issue at all with Scotland on any, you know, no, who never thought anything ab- about it at all. I, I think, think, but I guess maybe if you, you, you'll be getting that up front, this won't you? Well, I think most... I'm not defending, like, by the way. Lot, I'm no, 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 no interest in defending but the English. I think the stereotypes <laughs> of English people from Scottish people is English people are, you know, really stuck up, they're really arrogant, mm. and they're all about themselves type thing. And I mm. think when you come to England, it's kind of like 
it's you could walk into a casting or any situation that's professional and English people think it's okay to say to you oh you're black and you're Scottish which is cool like mm. in this conversation it's so cool it's relaxed say, and stuff they say but it to you though oh, yeah they do they, so they, they just like, think it's well, we, okay we, we, but we discussed it today but, yeah, I, but I, I, I said no, no. I, what I said to you was when you were talking I was thinking yes I've never and I, it's I can't brilliant. recall it. Right, the I've way never... that you said it was intelligent but yeah. like see when you go into an interview and you're supposed to be professional and the person at the desk is like oh you're black and Scottish and it's like do you know what you do realise there's black English people with English accents. Yeah, it's not yeah, that. Yeah. You don't need to use that mm. much brain power to work mm. out how. Yeah. Um, but as I say, it varies. So you get people that will say it in a normal, genuine way, yeah. like how you said it. And then, well, well, mine was just a moment of realisation yeah. in my head. So it wasn't going, how no. has that happened? It was, yeah. it was more no, like, that's sure, I've never seen that before. people yeah, yeah. who are just like, and I'm just like, England, come on, you're like the leader of basically, you know, of the UK, like mm. the whole world's looking up to you, and this is how you think. Mm. This is not. This is why we have all these fractures and dislocations throughout the UK because people are not under. There's no empathy and understanding of like. I feel like the UK needs to come together a lot more. It's not like, happened that unfortunately. Um, and I think the media has a mm. big. Um, <coughs> role to play in uh, that uh, and uh, could absolutely agree. Do that absolutely agree, but it's not going to happen. <clears throat> I, I, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I absolutely agree with you. 100. percent It's not going to happen. Ever. It may. I think the, the media the, the could lines do are too a lot draw. more. Right, I agree. Right. I think right. if the media, the people that work in media, because I always thought to myself, like, if you're on a magazine or a newspaper, surely it's your social responsibility to represent the reality that is good rather yeah, yeah, yeah. than pandering to the minority of like fascists or racists that don't want to see diversity yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that there's there's like a big lack of that or like good people are not doing enough yeah. type thing cause, so it's like you, it gets lost um, totally but I, I guess I guess we are, you just have to get to a stage don't you which, which, I, which I believe personally should, have, should be the foundation of art so any artistic expression it should be the foundation it should be the bottom line of 100%. all of that which is you get what you're given yes. like, like, like not oh well people won't be able to understand it's like fuck them then yeah. that's, what you, that's what you're getting so you better try and understand that's this what accent I'm you better try yeah. and you know, get, keep along with this because otherwise and they will people will respond to it but we're being infantilized and mollycoddled by the people in that are like the gateway keepers yeah. of okay we're gonna have black girls but you've got to wear a weave because yep. you look too black and yep. we don't think that the, the audience at home will be able to identify with you yep. well actually if you go into the streets it doesn't matter if you're in West London Notting Hill you're in Shoreditch you're in South London people Caucasian chicks white chicks they're rocking braids you know everyone goes to raves everyone wants to be part of that everyone mm. else is feeling that vibe every other aspect of the world black women in fashion are rocking afros but on TV it's the same kind of like anglified representation that is acceptable and the UK I have to say is one of the worst places I'd say as a dark skinned black woman to be right like you're not gonna get any airtime, yeah. And but I think that also relates to deeper issues among women, okay. Um, as well, and uh, not just because when I, I also think that also relates to just our priorities. So, like in the states, I'm not saying that America's better than in the UK. I just think in the states, 
they don't have as much like traditions and confines and this and that they're just like have you got the x factor can you do the job brilliantly mm. yes you can i don't care if you're black white purple alien different species you're going on tv yeah, yeah. that's all they care about are you going to sell this product are you going to generate listeners and i think in our part of the world it's too much keeping things status quo and you know what people are used to but then that's really confusing to everyone at home and it's like so what are you saying is this a fascist country yeah, like, yeah. do we actually believe in racism that's cool yeah. but let's be honest about it let's not well also there's a there's a, another counter argument not counter argument there's another, there's another argument to that which I think is and again using comedy as an example which is that my one of my frustrations with the comedy industry was always that you'd have ideas whatever you put things forward or you suggest things and they go no that's that's just too that's too different to what we no, exactly you, 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 what I mean you know, we we can't have a fat lead we can't and all that sort of stuff that obviously these aren't comparable to things you, you experience on a daily basis but my my argument is always but the thing the things that have done so well so if you go back over tv comedy the things that have done so well were all things that went against totally against what yeah. you were going to do all mm. the time and the things that have been swallowed into the histories of time are the things that were traditional sitcoms yes. people for children not that one particularly but you know what yeah, I mean yeah. that sort of thing um, you know Faulty Towers broke the grain the young ones broke the grain uh, all, all those sort of things you know The Office even yeah. it's, 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 all the things that have had longevity in terms of credible um, audience res uh, re reception and have carried on and become made stars of everyone in them have all been things that were told you're doing this wrong. Yeah. And the. So, how's that such a hard assist. lesson to learn? To go, do you know what? When we say it's wrong, maybe mm. that's the thing we should commission. Yeah. As I soon as I think that, I'll commission it. Yeah. I think maybe just because a lot of people are not artists anymore. Like, they do their job, they pay their mortgage, they don't want to rock the bro boat, they yeah. don't want to do anything that could potentially not go down well. Yeah. Whereas maybe that's why in a certain way the fashion industry is more open because mm. a lot of designers do want to rock stuff they do yeah, want to be yeah, rebels yeah. they are punks they are trying to say mm. something so you get designers like Vivian Westwood that'll put six black models in the same show which mm. doesn't happen ever yeah. anywhere in the world um, unless maybe you're in South Africa or like a predominantly yeah, black yeah, yeah. country so that's probably why um it's been genuinely interesting talking to you. Yeah, um, I feel like we've not spoke about any of the things we were meant no, to speak well, about. No, well, we should mention. Cool. Well, we you want to quickly <laughs> mention uh, After Louise as well, which you're in with uh, Greg Wise. Yes, legend. Dun, dun, that's, dun. Sure, that's a short film, right? What were you in Rogue One? Where were you in Rogue One? Oh, yeah. I was a rebel leader. Was it um, in the, the, the conference -y debate thing? Is it yeah, that, I, in that bit there? I appear there, and then there's another scene where I run through and there's a big tank and I get chased by the stormtroopers nice. and unfortunately my rebel brothers get killed okay um that was cool I also did a cameo in Ab Fab the movie okay nice. I was in the yeah. scene with um we are modeling we are playing a model in that was that was the sort of thing I was basically was it was weird it? it was like I'm I was playing myself yet. in a party full of people I know yeah 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 that yeah, was yeah. crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was a movie so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so mental <laughs> like and it was just really weird it was like this is dope it was the best party I've been to um, <laughs> and then you've not seen the movie but there's I a have, bit I have seen it. where Kate like good. falls into yeah, that was two very tens, funny. Yeah, yeah. Um and I'm in that scene okay, um, okay. Nice. so that was dope and you got the MBA yeah yeah it's Where's pretty that come from? overwhelming so I got that from from my broadcast and arts and charity work okay 
So, you know, for me, it's just a brilliant opportunity to promote the charities I work with. Yeah, I've yeah. got a few different ones in England. I work with Fashion Targets Breast Cancer. They're like the longest running charity yeah, yeah. in that department and do so much good work. Um, and their wider organisations break through breast cancer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I also work with Well Foundation. They're national. Um, they provide clean drinking water in different war-torn parts of the world. Recently did an exhibition um, for Fuel Poverty Action, which is a charity I was introduced to through working with Climate Revolution, uh, Vivian Westwood's charity, and they um, look after old folks um, in the winter. So we reduced uh, the number from like 15,000 to 10,000 deaths. Mm. Okay. Um, then up in Scotland, I worked with Zero Waste Scotland. They're about promoting the circle economy. I had an amazing shop that was essentially a swap shop and shout out to all my friends that give me all my famous friends that give me clothes shout out Eve shout out Sam Hain, um to auction off I don't know you get free stuff in my shop shout, shout them out. and then I have um, um, I do some stuff with love music hate racism yep. okay. as well and then I have Children's Hospice Scotland and they look after terminally ill children so if anybody's looking for any great charities in the UK yeah. all of those are great things to get involved in and a lot of the events I produce I give information I give simple direct things that people can do to contribute if they're not in a position to kind of like really get stuck in um, so yeah for me I don't, I, I, don't, I don't get how you manage your time I was going to say do you ever have, do you ever have, have a you day off? do you have a PA? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, does, I don't have that, a PA right now. Oh, okay. Well. Does, but does that help? It does, but I always seem to get PAs who don't know anything, and I just want to help them and to you get into the industry. It. That's what I'm so finding. Well, with this, I'm, I'm finding the same thing with the film at the moment. Do it twice. Do you ever have some like time a day off, for instance? Yes, ever? Do. I do. Okay, but then I accidentally fall into more work. Uh, so yeah. I travelled recently to Sri Lanka, Mali, and the Maldives, and then ended up booking like an DJ job, which is dope. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's, it's all happening. Oh. I, uh, I mean, I'm impressed. I'm yeah, genuinely impressed. But I don't really know how you're doing it. Listen, we're out of time on the show. Yes, we are out. We're actually done. Uh, it's been honestly a pleasure speaking yeah. with you. It really, really has. It's been brilliant. And, um, and best of luck with everything. Yes, you know, so, and I'll come uh, back and tell you yeah, about please please do. Do. exciting yeah, yeah. projects But, but got, you're, doing that, you're doing that many things that it doesn't matter if like, if, if 90% of them go wrong, it doesn't matter because... They're all one thing. I know, I hear we you. We are yeah. one. I hear you. I hear you We're totally. the same person. <laughs> we are, you know. Well, look, that's what's done for the show today. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, Sarah's coming up with, ma- with mice, maybe. I think it's with mice. Well, we talking about know. mice. We've seen a mouse in the building earlier, so... Yeah, I heard that. I'm, I'm like scared that. of mice. I don't like, I like them. Like okay, well, should we go now? Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's get it gone. Um, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.